0: For those of you who come with curiosities, with questions, heed the warning, you should beware. For those of you who come in search of frights and scares, fear not, for there are plenty to share. Now, as the feeling trickles down your spine, and your heart begins to race and your mind resigns, close your eyes, step forth and embrace the chill as the wind dies down and the air grows still. Now you find yourself at the gates and you, you realize there's no escape. Once you've crossed the domain, you found found yourself playing a creeper game. Let yourself sink. The time is just right for there's a lesson to learn and go school tonight. Welcome to the school tonight.
1: Welcome all. RJ, you feeling spooky? What? You feeling spooky over there?
2: Can you define what you mean by spook?
1: I don't know. I mean, do you feel your
2: uh, hair rising? Something's rising. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's hair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Your, mm-hmm. your dander up?
2: Uh, no, I don't really have dander. I mean, I don't motion as much as I should, so I do get, like, I am a little ashy. Not bad. Okay. You, you, I, I how's think. your exfoliation? Could, uh, could, could use improvement. I okay. do have a loofah thing, but I only use it, like, once a week. Usually I'm just lazy with the, the soap, and I just, I just kind of splatter it on with my hands. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Do yeah. you use a loofah? Jared. I do not. I do not, RJ. Mm-hmm. Jared, people dial into ghoul school. Or loofah talk this is our new thing
1: loofahs are the yeah. new so- soup right you know what i mean do you have a, a brand of loofah you would recommend
2: i would i get the poof i don't know what kind of brand that is but you know when there's just a big bin of poofs like the y poofs and they're like i don't know a couple a couple blocks or something so it's not really a loofah it's a poof, poof poofla mm-hmm. do you know about poof uh
1: i, I didn't know they had a name
2: I just call them a poofs because that's what they look like. It just looks like a poof, like yeah, a poof of air.
1: A poof of air. Speaking of poof m- much, of air. M- much like our time here with uh, October dwindling uh, away, we, less than a week.
2: It, uh, I don't know about you, but this month has flown by for me.
1: Uh, yeah, it's whatever. sailed
2: right through. Nah.
1: Just flown
2: I'm, right by. A
1: heavy flow.
2: That's not the word I would describe it as, but uh, flown right by is what I would say. No.
1: Yeah. What's
2: uh, your total, uh, your count up to now, just before we begin?
1: Okay. So, right now, here we are uh, in the early evening of October 26th. I have apparently logged 102 films, but it should be noted that 30 Mm. of those are short films.
2: So, your real numbers are only 70.
1: 72. Yeah,
2: 72. Okay. Okay. That's I, I mean that's okay for like uh like if you were new to this.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think, but I think people kind of expected more from you. Well, to I guess f-
1: I have uh, I mean tonight's going to be a kind of a bust. I might get one or two afterwards, but yeah. I've got 5 days ahead of me. Our, uh the, the actually the, the week off. The, the actual day uh, yeah. the 31st I, I will not be at work. And that's usually mm-hmm. about a 10 Day, uh, festivity. So, or sort of like, ten, 10 film festivity.
2: Ten film a day. Yeah, yeah. What do you uh? Do you have anything planned to, like for to celebrate? Like, do you have a special meal you're gonna get? Like, are you gonna get taco time? Like five no, movies? Don't
1: in just don't, to... don't don't have time for that.
2: No. What no. if you did That's... skip that? Skip <laughs> that, cut, thing? that That
1: cuts. Pr- no, it's not even worth it. It's not even worth the time. It's like have you ever eaten uh, skip the dish food like out of a bit. Like I can't imagine that. No taco time would would hold up very well
2: no we we don't do that uh i just drive to wherever we want because uh um i'm too afraid that people are gonna like take a bite out of my food or something because yeah. you know how i am with food right yeah. plus i just i feel like because we looked at it once and it was like wait times like 50 minutes and i was just like i was like i, I can be there and back in 10
1: i could like, you could be there and back multiple times
2: yeah well, and I was like, I was like the food. I was like, there's no way the food is good by the time it gets to you. You know what I mean? Like those get those guys pick it up. It's probably like all soggy and sh- like shit in. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's
1: definitely been shat in. Yeah, well, yeah. some
2: of the movies I've been watching, mm-hmm. you know, you know about those shit things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, no, I don't do that. But so you you got no special meal plan because I'm I'm gonna make chili on Sunday. Ah, and that's that's my special thing a, for myself the
1: ghoul's favorite
2: food and ghoul, ghoul's chili is uh my plan because i i like to make it and then i'll let it sit all day nice sunday meal and then on halloween i'll have a nice bowl of chili to look forward to let's see hey you live in the area what's your read on trick-or-treaters is it busy here no nah, not really no not really what about where i live
1: uh, totally different. I'm sure it'll be extremely busy. I don't well,
2: know. We're close to a park, you know? Yeah. Do you think that'll bump up those numbers?
1: <laughs> I don't know. You'll, you'll find out, I guess. Hey, did you know
2: Halloween Mischief is in the air? Oh, is it? Yeah, we got ding-donged last week. And I was up there, I swear, 10 seconds flat, out in the driveway. I said, where are you at, you little pricks? And, uh, they were out in the park, uh, at, at night time. And I couldn't see them, but I—they were there, and they were mocking me, Jared. They, they were making—they were, they were making meowing sounds. Like, oh,
0: meow,
1: shit. meow. <laughs> and maybe, I went, "Maybe you they're sons they're, of bitches maybe they're sending you a message."
2: Oh, they were sending me a message already. Right. They're sending me a message. So uh, I'm—I ordered a big, uh, big searchlight <laughs> spotlight. So next time these little sons of bitches do it, just toonk and just
1: crane into the park. Uh, wait, was, wait till they get a load of your basement. With, the, with, the, with, uh, the, with the, ki- the window? With the kill room.
2: Well, you ever seen Hellraiser 5, Jarrett? Because uh, that's what's going on in that basement downstairs right oh, now. Shit. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah.
1: So this Is, is this going to be like a... But this could also wind up Eden Lake style.
2: Um, yeah, but like, these kids have it coming, though. And I guess Corpse thought that Eden Lake Lady had it coming, too. That wasn't mm-hmm. how I interpreted that movie. No. But... I mean somewhere between Eden Lake and uh what's that huge alligator movie, Lake Placid?
1: Uh sure.
2: Some somewhere in between because, like you know you know that's the spider dungeon down there, right?
1: I didn't so know that.
2: You didn't know that? No. I I've told you about well, the I know there's spy- spiders? I think it sounds like there's
1: spiders everywhere though. I mean I didn't know they had like one specific lair.
2: They, I see them down there more than anywhere. Okay. I, mean,
1: I thought you said the shed that they were like. Well, the shed's
2: to... the widows.
1: Oh, I see. I, in there's the house. And the, then there's the vehicle they were trying to like.
2: Uh, that one was trying to get in. Yeah. Interfere. Uh, and then the basement is, uh, they're just house spiders, but they like, we've seen some that are like bigger than like a toonie, like monstrous, monstrous.
1: Look, look, it's a spider's world. We just live in it.
2: Yeah, I know, but I don't like that. I'm not okay with that.
1: Yeah, well, and th- I w- t- t- tough titty.
2: Well, I, I'd say, so, like, we have the cat's litter boxes down there in the laundry room, and I'd say every day when I go down there, I get one or two spiders. Every day. I, and, like, I actually get them. I know they're dead.
1: Think about the so, ones Think about the ones that are, like, skittering across you as you sleep.
2: I know. Well, that's what I mean. If If there's so many that I'm killing at least one to two a day, where are the
1: others? Do you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> You might be eating uh, like quadruple what the average person eats. I think that
2: was like somewhat that was debunked once.
1: Uh-huh.
2: I'm not going to Google it because I don't want to. I don't want to well, get suggested ads yeah. for spider stuff. Yeah,
1: well, maybe that was also. I mean, since it is a spider's world, that was a.
2: You think a spider wrote that? That's that, that's,
1: that's some PR spin.
2: It said actually spiders are good for the yeah. environment.
1: The worldwide <laughs> web.
2: Mm. Wow. Yeah. So this is what people come to Google School yeah. for.
1: <laughs> Tor- right, Jared? Torture. That's what, they, that's what they come for, folks.
2: Mm-hmm. And boy, are you in for it tonight. Jared just said he watched 30 short films.
1: Uh, I, mean, I think I told Oliver Granger, who prompted this, that mm-hmm. about one in five are recommendable. So,
2: Well, hey, at least you got the one of We won't get you... there.
1: We won't get there
2: all. Did you watch Make Me a Sandwich yet? Nope. Do you not care about this podcast anymore? I don't know.
1: Where a, is your professional? Not, not for a long time. Never had it.
2: But that's an easy... It's a two-minute watch, Jared, and you can log it on Letterboxd. Is that not enticing mm-hmm. until, to you? Until
1: they take it down.
2: Until they take it down. Yeah. I, I can
1: I can log Guillermo del Toro's new new show. I mean, that's all horseshit, though, because you
2: can log each individual episode of Unsolved Mysteries for a while, and then they took all that away. Yeah. You can log individual Goosebumps episodes... But that'll get taken off eventually too. You know the, about Goosebumps? I feel
1: like, um, like the movie DB and Letterbox people though, they're all mm-hmm. big GDT stands, and so they'll be like, yeah. "Oh, we'll make a special little rule just for you, Guillermo. You're one of us."
0: <laughs>
2: kind of like that we, that TV show that's the weird exception. What is it like Big Little Liars or something? Mm-hmm. You just log every season of it for some reason, for
1: because maybe the creator has an account that they barely use. That they bear it. yeah, it's possible. Hey RJ, what have you been watching this week? Uh, nothing. Oh, cool. Yeah, I don't really watch movies. You ever heard about a movie called Bigfoot: The Lost Coast Tapes? I'm sure I'm going to. Oh. Yeah, is Lost Coast Tapes is it found footage? Uh, is it found footage? Yes, yes, it is. I had to stop because I was like, which Bigfoot film was this one? And I'm like, yes, it <laughs> yeah. was the one that I have a gri- the one of the last lines of the film uh is, is spoiled in my review for it. I gave mm. this movie one star. That's pretty good for you. It's <laughs> it? I mean maybe. One star. Bigfoot, the Lost Ghost tapes. My my review is it's not Bigfoot. It's not Bigfoot. Ah That's how the movie ends. Is that... So what is it? I don't know, like a demon or alien or something. They they leave it vague. Oh, that's horse shit. Don't you love like yeah, you know you watch this fucking movie about a killer bigfoot for 89 minutes and they still cheap out on the end <laughs> the, but it, it was called bigfoot lost tapes the the lost coast tapes and see that and, and the poster has a bigfoot like appar- yeah. apparition
2: that's absolute horseshit
1: yeah
2: i would could you sue for uh like um like, what's La- that thing advertising. he said i was here for bigfoot and I wanted Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. That's some sort of vague yeah. ending that made me feel bad about myself.
1: That's the twist. Unbelievable. Yeah. So that that's not a good one. That's a that's on two B. But oh, was no, oh, it a two B original? Uh, no. This is oh, from okay. Mike. this is uh 2012.
2: Oh, okay. How many Bigfoot movies uh, are you up to?
1: Oh, uh, one, two, this three, month. four. Four. Okay. I can talk about the, the next one, which I think oh. is the this this is the closest thing we have to an exist this season. Oh, uh, we have Primal Rage. RJ, are you familiar oh. with this one?
2: I uh, I know the video game Primal Rage.
1: Okay, so this is twenty eighteen. This is tr- uh, directed by uh, a Patrick McGee. Sure, sure this, it this, is. This this is Patrick McGee's uh, feature debut, and uh, so far the only work of his that's uh, loggable anyway Mm -hmm. totally Uh,
2: real name
1: patrick mcgee the the uh the tagline of this film Mm -hmm. the legend of oma (laughs) a newly reunited Mm -hmm. young couples drive through the pacific northwest turns into a nightmare as they are forced to face nature unsavory locals and a monstrous creature known to the native americans as oma is that true uh, it is in the movie. oh, so I've seen a few people mention this. so there's a lot of uh, mention of predator in reference to Primal rage. Uh, but okay. there's also uh, one one review uh, describing this bigfoot as uh, Jason Voorhees. And I was like, what do they mean by that? Well, the reason they call that they've mentioned this is because uh, this bigfoot uh, this this bigfoot's running around with a like wood mask and he's and he's just a hunter. And you see him, like, he'll be, like, kind of uh, doing this pose like this, RJ, if you want to see what I'm doing here. Like, there's a scene where, like, the, the husband and wife, they're walking through the woods, and he's like this. And then you're like, oh. And then suddenly goes you're like, holy shit, I thought that was a rock, but it's Oma. And Oma Good. fucking butchers people unmercifully it is just like so it's got some of the most like, like heinous gore i've seen all month we we're like what Ooh. the fuck like, what is he doing to that guy's head uh where did you see primal rage uh it's on something it's on, it's okay. we, we we have access to it it's it's on oh, okay. like it might be to it might be like prime or something but yeah it's there
2: how come the uh, poster looks like a uh, baboon?
1: Uh, Well, it is kind of like a baboon y looking Bigfoot. A, oh, no, it's... wait.
2: So, this, the Primal Rage, and oh, you, you think say, a baboon oh, escapes I, from
0: Florida. I,
1: I watched two Primal Rages this okay. this year. So, this is the 2018 one, aren't I? Okay. So okay. The, okay. The, there's like a lot to dismiss about this movie because the the characters stink. The, the, uh, it's like real. It's a trial to get through to like the the sweet action. It's kind of mm-hmm. like it kind of reminds me of Prey a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but I think this is way better than Prey, and people love Ooh. Prey. But I think this is uh much cooler in the sense that uh I don't know. Yeah. There is uh sadly some uh unfortunate behaviors exhibited by Bigfoot that I would prefer not to see in my Bigfoot films. Could you describe uh, his, his interest in human females? Uh, it's like, it really oh. just, it really brings down the film where you're going, Oh, was that necessary? But yeah, Bigfoot p- smells piss in this. If you're into this, sniffing piss, RJ is,
2: um, is that, uh, like Canon? Well, it is now. Oh, okay. Did you watch Koki D Koki da yet? Not yet. Okay. Does that go piss-sniffing?
1: Uh-huh. Well,
2: cheer. I don't really want to... Uh, Piss-gargling? I don't really want to spoil uh, that film for you, so I'm just going to leave that one where it is. Very okay.
1: well. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I'd say uh, Primal Rage is worth a watch. Yeah. It's it's not great, but in Creeptober terms, it's, uh, I don't know, it's got some Pr- of the good goriness, and I think yeah. uh, Alma's pretty cool.
2: Primal Rage from 2018. Yes. It's just clarify that okay yeah 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 it's on tubi
1: because i could also talk about the one with the the baboon
2: well that was the one like uh it just that was the one i saw first and i clicked it and i was like that looks like a baboon well, and so then you... i read the description and it said a baboon that's, and i was like what the hell that,
1: that's a film from 1988 so yeah. uh, a couple decades earlier from vittorio mm. rambaldi there's oh. a new party animal on campus she'll bring out the beast in you uh does the baboon party uh, a baboon escapes from a Florida campus lab and starts spreading something bad with a bite. <laughs> so this turns into a zombie movie.
2: Oh, yeah. that's less interesting to me. Yeah. I Like, you know, I would have preferred something else. But,
1: oh well. Yeah. I think I've tried watching this, and I, I have tried watching Primal Rage multiple times. This is the first time I put it on while I was painting some minifigs, and it was kind yep. of going on but nothing about it drew me in at all at any point. Yeah. And I, I will say that there's been times where uh, if something is good, I will stop painting cuz I can hear them like, "Oh, this sounds like something's happening. This is this is coming around nicely." And then it gets my attention. But if a movie you, fails to do that, it's not a good sign. Do you have a take for that? I should. Like movies that <laughs> have
2: forced you into attention?
1: Yeah, maybe. Or some
2: some sort of tag, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I would like to uh, like when you hit one of those movies tonight, you tell me which one it All was.
1: Well, I'm not gonna. I don't think tonight will be that night, but okay. uh, maybe next sun, week. Sunday night. Yeah, next week when we talk, there'll be more examples of that. Yeah, but uh, you know, there's been a few films that have been like while well, assembling minis or mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Uh, you put you throw some tubi on, and because low low stakes,
2: who doesn't like a little tubi? You know That's what
1: I mean. Right. Uh, I'll finish up my. My Bigfoot cycle. So yeah. I watched, I watched Bigfoot from nineteen sixty nine. Sorry, mm-hmm. nineteen seventy. I guess I don't know. I think I think that's uh, give or take a year. And I also watched Sasquatch: The Legend of Bigfoot from nineteen seventy
2: six. How are those ones?
1: Uh, so Bigfoot is another. He's a he's a rapey Bigfoot. You barely see him. Mm. He, he's I don't know fighting bikers a little bit. Mm. Uh the poster's pretty sweet, but.
2: I like bigfoot fighting bikers, but I don't really need big rape.
1: But, yeah. you know what I mean. I did find this great quote because I was kind of curious about like when the Patterson-Gimlin uh, documentary came out, which I think it just was like the fifty-fifth anniversary of it, mm-hmm. it was, like maybe even t- tomorrow or today or something. Um, yeah. And I was like, when did the, like w- when did that film come out, and why did they start making all these bigfoot films? And I, I knew it was like pretty tight, but I was wondering. When did this become like a thing? Like, when did people start? Like, why did this Patterson uh, Gimlin guy go out? The two of them go out to mm-hmm. do this bullshit, like make their fake film. And mm. um, yeah, in the fifties, there was like t- Bigfoot talk, and like abominable snowmen talk.
2: Yeah, I mean it's a it's a light distinction, but you need to know that, right? That's right. That there there is a distinction yeah. between the two,
1: but. Uh, this this one great uh, bit from the Wikipedia from Bernard Hovelmans, a zoologist and so-called father of cryptozoology thought mm-hmm. the creature in the Patterson film was a suited human uh, he objected to the film's subject's hair flow pattern as being too uniform to the hair on the breast as not being like a primate to its buttocks as being insufficiently separated and it's too uh, calm retreat from the pursuing men how is your buttocks right now Uh, Sufficiently separated. One it it is. It is. You might sometimes you
2: got to pay extra for that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'd be careful, buddy. That's right.
1: Uh, Be careful. Every Wednesday feels like it.
2: That you are. Yeah. So that's good. So you like Bigfoot movies, and that's cool.
1: Uh, Yeah, Sasquatch though. Oh boy, the the seventy six thing. It's like a docudrama. Mm. This sucks. It is. Well, yeah. It is forever minutes long. <laughs> yep. That sounds about right. Uh, yeah, this thing is... like, But it's actually set in Canada. It is set in British oh. Columbia. And it goes on and on and on. It does feel kind of like a National Film Board um, nature documentary.
2: That's See, that's cool in,
1: in idea.
2: Like, I, I feel like if you were... Like, people were always like, what kind of movie would you make, Jarrett? I feel like Jarrett would make, like, a National Film Board... CBC documentary on a Bigfoot yeah. where he's running 30 miles an hour at, at cameras. You know what I mean?
1: Sounds cool, but it's not. Man, there's some uh, mixed opinions on this thing. Some people are like, this sucks. Other people are like, it's pretty effective. <laughs> so this, on, it's weird though. Mm-hmm. On on Letterboxd, it's, it has this listed as 102 minutes, but I think it's only 73. Hmm. That's, uh, that's bad
2: because that would scare off a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But if I knew if I knew it was seventy minutes, I'd be a lot more inclined to watch something like that. But you, but you should not a hundred.
1: But you definitely yeah. should.
2: So you're telling me, you liked it? Skip it. Oh.
1: Yeah, hey, I watched an RJ pick. Oh, like a, a genuine one? Uh kind of. You, your reviews seem pretty high on it regarding okay. the last twenty minutes blowing dicks off. I believe. Oh. Uh one dark night from nineteen eighty two. So,
2: uh, regardless of all the stuff beforehand, how was that last 20 minutes?
1: It was whatever. I don't I know. I liked it. I think the, like, it looked so cheap. <laughs> I was kind of like... I liked it. I was startled by how cheap the the zombie effects were. And all it's they do is there. they, like, they like, bump into you. Like, they don't eat you. They don't tear into you. They just so... bu- they bump you to death. And it's like, <laughs> that's it? And then, like, the big... The I don't know what you call it, like the necromancer sorcerer guy at the end. I like, like that the guy too. He just shoots lightning out of his eyes, but he doesn't like do yeah. anything. You're like, what is this? He just stands there, and then these characters run around screaming as they get bumped into. It's like just avoid them. Oh no, yeah. there was five of them. They bumped me so hard on the ground that I I just they just die from being bumped into. I don't oh. know if that was mm-hmm. a limitation of. The effects of, like, yeah, it's just these bodies and just keep running into you and over and over and over again. They don't claw you. They don't gnaw on you. They just mm-hmm. bump you.
2: Well, Jared, can I ask you, when's the last time you got bumped?
1: Bumped. Uh, yeah. I feel like it's like been a intentionally while. I, 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 I do feel like the the remnants of social distancing are still around us, so I think people are still kind of mindful about that sort of thing. But it's only a matter of time, and then mm-hmm. it'll be bump-a-mania. People will, well, t- people will be people will be taking bumps. Well,
2: I'll tell you, I I got bumped the other day. Fuck, I could barely walk for a week. Yeah. So uh, I think there's something to this movie. I think, uh, yeah, bump, bumperama is uh, a real thing and something that should be taken with a uh, seriousness and
1: and care. So for those who don't recall, uh, this is a night to remember until the day you die. A strange <laughs> man named Carl Ramarevich... Mm-hmm. Uh, dies shortly, yeah, die shortly after discovering a way to become even more powerful in death through oh. telekinesis. Oh, shit. On the night of his burial in a crypt, Julie is to spend the night there as part of an initiation rite, which is actually interesting. Yeah, um, I was going
2: to say, that yeah. there's a little crossover with a, a
1: new uh, release. Yeah. Uh, so. Supervised by two other girls. The crypt becomes a scene of horror as Raymar... See, they changed the guy's name. Raymar (laughs) returns to life and deploys his horrifying telekinetic powers. So this movie's got got Adam West in it for like a minute. Yeah, see, that's cool.
2: And, I mean, he's got terrifying powers, Jarrett. He does. What's what's not to like?
1: This poster's way cooler than the movie in a lot of ways. uh, It's the the hands. Yeah, zombie hands. climbing up this lady, his lady's legs. And you're just like, it cuts, yeah, the cropping is just like, just above the knees and you don't even see her ankles and there's zombie yeah. hands. And in the background is a mausoleum.
2: That is that is very cool. I do like that. Yeah.
1: Better, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so yeah, Tom McLaughlin who directed this, uh, this film, I think yeah. this was his first movie movie. Yes, it was. Uh... And he followed this up with Friday the 13th 6, Jason mm. Lives. Mm-hmm. And you know what he also directed? Hmm. sometimes they come back
2: yeah okay so that's why that was why i watched it i think was because i watched sometimes or actually maybe not like uh i i knew i knew i had seen other films of his i watched sometimes they come back i think like two three years ago i can't remember that's a good movie you should watch that mm. or sometimes they come back again
1: sometimes they come back for seconds <laughs>
2: for seconds and uh what about thirds Jarrett? Oh, that-
1: that Now we're talking
2: dangerous. That's true. That's true. Oh, well.
1: What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? But hey, RJ, that's what that's my Bigfoot cycle out of the uh-huh. way. A couple other movies. But Primal Rage, if you got time, check it out.
2: I don't know if I'll be getting into it this year, but I'll definitely... I added it to the master list. And, you know, next year I'll watch it and I'll be like, Jared, you should check this movie out. And you'll go, I saw it. I told you about it, you son of a bitch. Last year yeah so that'll be something to look forward to 12 months from now yeah yeah good stuff good stuff you so
1: uh you watch any movies this week no
2: i don't watch any movies not even a chance uh, i did watch the movies like weeks ago that feel like forever ago uh i where we left off was Lair the white worm and x for me oh man so like these movies feel like so long ago uh i can talk to x a little bit but like uh I got my notes here. Lyra the white worm. I thought it was okay. Like uh, I, like I, I've heard of this before, and it's uh, what's his name? Kurt Russell. Oh. Who, uh, who directed this?
1: Yeah, uh, Ken Russell. Ken Russell,
2: <laughs> not Kurt Russell. Uh, it like so I was watching this, and it's got like it's got actors in it. Like Hugh Grant is in there, and uh, what's what's his nuts? Peter Capaldi is in there, and um somebody else and (laughs) I don't know dude like I I wasn't I didn't think it was bad I was just like I'm not really into this they're like they're like at a house and they find like a burial ground underneath and then it kind of releases like this worm lady or something and then it like it's a white snake lady or she's a snake and she's like seducing people and then she eats them Uh, and she kind of bites them and then people turn into snake zombies and so Hugh Grant and Peter Capaldi and two ladies try to like fight this this Mm -hmm. lady and it's all about like horny stuff because there's lots of like biting dicks and and things like that and there's a lot of snake stuff like to distract this lady they play like music and she kind of like bobs around and like doesn't come out and I was like it's like this is fine I was like this is kind of lame though (laughs) You know what I mean, and like a lot of people seem pretty high on it, like speak highly of this. So I, maybe maybe it's on me for expecting too much.
1: I would have I would have never expected you to be like a big fan of this movie. I don't think yeah. this movie's to your taste. That's, I'm
2: not say, I'm not saying it's bad. I was just kind of no, like, but it's not your. Eh.
1: But I, I know it's not your taste. Yes. I would yeah. yeah. I, I would never. I don't think recommend this movie to you. So I was kind of yeah. surprised. And it's on the it's on the Criterion Channel. It uh, is. But this this is definitely more on the. Uh, I don't even call it the campside of uh, Ken Russell. And so, like, because you you haven't watched Gothic, right?
2: No, I've only seen uh, the the big one. The Devils. The Devils, yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Yeah, you've never watched Altered States?
2: Oh, yeah, with uh, With William Hurt. I was going to say Jeff Daniels. (laughs) With William
1: Hurt, yeah. With Kurt Russell.
2: (laughs) I liked Altered States when I watched it with Kurt Russell, but I don't know if I'd like it now, because I feel like that would fall under that art house uh, trash <laughs> kind of uh, area. I remember lots of um you know, psychedelic type stuff in that movie. Uh, I liked it when I watched it, but no I don't like I just I've seen this get talked about a ton uh like on uh, the internet.
1: Oh on the internet. On the internet
2: and then like I like I, I I know Ken Russell and I like him so I was like I'll throw this on. And yeah I didn't I don't I don't dislike it or anything. I was kinda of like, uh oh, this is kind
1: of a lame movie. <laughs> It's a lame
2: duck. Uh, so then we then I watched X, Jarrett. You know about X?
1: Yeah, I know. It's about old people. Fuck him.
2: It sure, sure is, Jarrett. It sure is. What did I? I gotta see what, what I reviewed this movie of or something. When did you watch it? Did you watch this last year? Or did you so watch? I watched this. Just this during the I,
1: year? I watched this like right before. Like either it's either I got COVID two days earlier or I got COVID when I saw this movie. I'm not. I'm thinking I got it beforehand, but uh, yeah, th- that's what I remember. being like, oh mm-hmm. shit, and that, I don't think I've gone to the theater since. No, that's right. not true. That's not true because I saw everything everywhere all at once.
2: Okay, so big A24 boy is what you're saying.
1: That's pretty much it. That's the life I live.
2: Yeah, big A24 boy. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, so I threw this on, and this is, you know. Uh, T-West? T T-West. T-West. It's very big right now because the sequel came out, and I know everyone, all the A24 guys had raging boners because Martin Scorsese was all over it. You know, he's like, this is true cinema. And you're just like, all right, guys, relax.
1: Finally, finally, cinema,
2: (laughs) cinema. It's like, Scorsese is like 800 years old. So just fucking calm down. Um, But so I I threw this on and I was like, I don't know if I'll like this or not, because I'm very here and there with Ty West because I don't know, dude, like I didn't really like the innkeepers and I did like the House of the Devil, but I didn't think it was as good as everyone said it was, if that makes sense. So I was kind of – and, like, I, I've seen his stuff in, like, VHS and whatever. But threw it on. It's got big hype. kid cutties in there. Mia Goth, who I had no idea who was, but apparently is the biggest actress in, on earth or something. <laughs> if you believe the
1: internet. Uh-huh. Uh, again, that's, that's one of your problems. Like, if you're spending a little bit yeah. too much time on Twitter and Reddit, I mean, yeah. that's on you.
2: Yeah, I know, I, I realize that, but uh, so this is a Texas Chainsaw um, parody, I guess, but without comedy, is how I would describe it. Uh, this how is about, Texas how, Chainsaw like how
1: about two. A, a pastiche.
2: It's a pastiche, yeah. So a group of people go to film like I mean I, I know everyone knows this, but they go to film a porno on like a farm in Texas, and there's a weird old guy and a weird old gal who live on the farm, and mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of how it plays out. They have a gator. They do have a gator, which uh,
1: I thought. Style.
2: I thought the gator was yeah, so more Toby Hooper stuff yeah. in there. I'm not gonna lie, I thought the gator thing was really lame, like because like the build up to it, I was kind of like, all right, there's a gator here, and then like when the gator death is coming, you're kind of like, oh, I know, yeah, that guy's gonna get eaten by that gator, but it was like there, and I was kind of like, man,
1: eh. there, oh, there it goes.
2: I think I'm not a fan of gator based horror. I think is what it is because. <laughs> I don't think I liked Alligator or Eaten Alive. What, what, so. what
1: about Alligator Two?
2: Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how, if I've seen that. How can you Lake call Placid? Yeah, no. Lake Placid's another deal. Um, what was I going to say? So I'm I'm kind of here and there with Ty West, but after this, I think I can safely say I don't like Ty West.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Do you, why are you watching? Why know. Why are you watching movies to like determine whether or not you like the director?
2: Well, it's not that. It was like, well, because like every. Everybody, like, so I went on Letterboxd, and I usually don't read reviews, but I looked at, like, reviews from friends, and, the, like, sees, every... Again, once again, know, the internet. You, I know, you are... but every one of those reviews was, like, Let me tell you, like I, the, I was soft on Ty West, but he finally did it. He finally did it.
1: I'm, like, I'm soft on him. But, no, I'm hard again. No, I'm <laughs> like, hard. Ew.
2: Like, everyone was like, he finally made his masterpiece. And I was like, all right, fuck, I'll check it out, whatever. Uh, So it it is on me. I realize that. And I know some people really like this. I like what Ty West is trying to do. Like, I know he's trying to make... Things that honor classic horror and he's doing it in like like a slick way you know what i'm mean? but like i just don't don't like it i think i've said too like i think oz perkins is the better ty west and oz yeah. perkins isn't doing things like that similar to ty west but like
1: uh slow burn
2: like well i think at the time it was like house of the devil uh hey house of the devil Okay, so... And compared to Oz Perkins, like, Black
1: Coat's Daughter or something? So there's something I noticed this year. And I kind yeah. of talked about this, I think, a year ago. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pull this up. Give me a moment. Because mm-hmm. th- this is wild. Me. Do so, you want... Okay. In the 1990s, if you had to guess, how many horror films do you think there were made according to Letterboxd?
2: I mean... I don't know how many horror movies are usually made in a year. It doesn't or
1: oh, it doesn't matter. But how many in, in, do you think in the nineteen nineties? In the decade, in the, the decade the of the decade of the nineteen nineties. I'm going to
2: say, I'm going to say thirty a year, so three hundred.
1: Thirty a year, so three hundred. Okay, so that's, that's actually like not bad. Actually, shot you're, on video. you're pretty, you're pretty good. So uh, nice. t- t- twenty, so it's twenty five ninety nine, so almost twenty six hundred. So twenty six. Uh, a month or whatever, or whatever. Sorry, twenty six a year. Okay, so uh-huh. that, that was the nineties. Okay, nineteen okay. eighties. Uh, how many do you think were made in the eighties? Eighteen. Uh, so it's tw- it's twenty five ninety three. So almost identical between the eighties and nineties. Okay, okay. Now we think about like one of the like those like heydays of horror, the nineteen seventies. How many do you think there were?
2: Eighteen a year.
1: Uh, not bad, but sixteen. Well, I mean times whatever times twelve, but sixteen hundred and 43 yeah. 1960s uh it's only 772 in yeah. the 1950s 339 in yeah, the 1940s 176 okay so where am i going with this let's jump ahead yeah where are, are you going let, let's this? go to the night let's go to the 2000s rj okay. let's go to the future you know the future so
2: we were batting at around like eighties, nineties was what three hundred three oh like ju- just
1: under three thousand per decade. Three thousand a decade. Okay. So two thousand. What do you got? As a guess
2: for the early 2,000s? for, for the
1: for the whole two thousand like yeah two thousands pre twenty ten.
2: Okay, I'm not sure where you're going with this.
1: The the aughts. How many horror films do you think there are?
2: I don't know if it's higher or lower. I'm gonna say forty a year. So like four thousand.
1: Uh, fifty-seven, seventy-seven. So there's a jump there, okay. Yeah. Now, how many do you think were made in the 2010s? Less. I'm gonna I'm gonna under
2: you. Let me say uh, 2,000. 14,000.
1: <laughs> so what is that like quadrupled. Uh, be- yeah. It's it like tripled in like a decade. The last 10 Fuck. years of horror. I mean, keep in mind that letterbox and online stuff exists. Yeah. We have YouTube in its full flourish. People are able to make films. But nonetheless, that doesn't make sense. Do you mm-hmm. know how many have been made in the first three years of the 2020s? 5,000. <laughs> or oh, sorry, uh, 6,193. Mm. The The decade is only in its infancy. Uh, we're not even quite a third there, and we're already at that. Yeah. The, the, the... <laughs> so where's the
2: influx, Jarrett?
1: Uh the market, the the yeah. it's, it's there's a more of a market for horror than ever, and I think that in some ways that horror is sort of this, it kind of is the superhero genre yeah. in a lot of ways. It's it's like people don't want to talk about it that way, but there's there's yeah. def is definitely uh, there's a the market forces that are there, and also it's like what does it say about culture? Why are people drawn to horror more now than ever? before, like, the, the marketplace was there, but it never, like, if there was more, mm-hmm. and it seemed like, because people talk about all oh, 1930s horror films, they're such classics, It was like, well, there was not very few of them, but now it's like, because I, I, I was looking at mine, like, because I kind of go through by decade, like, when I'm mm-hmm. picking these movies, like, what haven't I seen yet from this year? What haven't I seen from mm-hmm. this year? But now it's like, you cannot keep up, unless you, yeah. like, you can't do, watch one month's worth of horror movies and think you're going to, like, see everything. It's like, no, there's, like, I don't know, probably 30 a month that come out now like yeah. this like i know it's october and it seems like really skewed but yeah it's like how the fuck are you supposed to keep up with this stuff well i mean you're if anyone could do it
2: it'd be you because you watch 100 movies a month but uh
1: but then this, you go, this month i mean and maybe that's also why it seems like oh well, most of them aren't that good anymore and you're like well yeah because there's too, like there's so there's many so of money. them and so, and so very few of them are ever actually yeah. going to be that good and yeah. I don't know. It's, it feels like it's been a while since I've watched a good movie, but supposedly this Barbarian movie that is now available for stream as of today for yeah. us, for us, um, yeah. Which we'll, I guess we'll have to check out maybe this next week.
2: I'm gonna get it this weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we, people have that to look forward to. But yeah, yeah it's like that's, it's absolutely nuts how many films mm-hmm. have come out like in the 2010s. When I saw 14,000 horror films, it's like yeah. what the shit. I know a lot of people like log their. T- indie rific tiny little 10 minute horror thing it's a lot easier to like keep track of this but yeah. this, this still beats the, the the math way too much it's not like there's like all these decades of like lost films in the last 50 years that's not so that's you not think they're thing. juking the stats a little bit i don't know if it's juking the stats i think it just speaks to the the strength the brand of the of horror marketing and uh the desire for the public for it yeah. So just cuz you're a horror person doesn't make you special. I mean, I've never thought I was special. Yeah. What about you? Uh, what, well, hanging out at the horror cons, you know, with my uh Chucky tattoo. Ooh. Ooh, is that what you would get if you got a horror tattoo? Is it Chucky? <laughs> hey, it's Brad Durs' voice. I mean,
2: I know it is. I know. But I can't watch that movie cuz I have Kinder trauma from it cuz my mom made me watch it when I was like 4 years old and it eh, scared the living shit out of me. Just watch
1: it. it just be being a
2: baby. I mean, I know, but I've told that story before. Like, <laughs> oh, it
1: scared me, man. Oh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah.
2: Stupid Chucky. So, Herodot, what, so, what
1: have you been watching this week?
2: <laughs> well, I watched Axe like four weeks ago.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I don't really like Ty West. I can see why he appeals to a lot of people. I like some of the stuff he does, but he just he strikes me as like... He is the definition of art house trash for me. Kind of like. Like, he's not doing anything Mm, too crazy. That seems. uh, No, not the definition, but like. That's
1: hyperbolic. Yeah. He, uh.
2: I don't know. I don't think he's that good. Like, he just. He's taking stuff that he likes, he's putting it together, and it's like, yeah, that's what a lot of filmmakers do, but I just don't. I don't know I I haven't been able to actually like click with any of his movies and you know what everyone's saying now they're saying oh Pearl yeah that's the one it's it's his masterpiece it's way better than X and so you'll (laughs) watch it eventually and you'll let me know but uh yeah I didn't really like it and I thought the old the horny old person angle was like so ridiculous I was just like are you fucking kidding me (laughs) And I know I know everyone like it was all it's about repressed sexuality <laughs> and like the real the real villain. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. All right. I'm whatever. Like, so my point, Jared, mm-hmm.
1: is that I am not into X. It is not my brand. Jared. Yeah, I rewatched the House of the Devil for the f- I saw that uh, for the first time since I saw it uh, on DVD when I bought it and I and? watched it. Well, that's a movie that I remember when I watched way back when. The poster's amazing. And Tom
2: Noonan is cool. The this,
1: intro's cool. And this movie is part of that that uh, renaissance of kind of retro yeah. horror that was also more like. I, I would always think of like more Grindhouse, but House mm-hmm. of the Devil. There was something in the the water because you had Devil's Rejects, House of the Devil, uh, you know, Death Proof, mm-hmm. or, and Planet yeah. Terror, all that stuff. It was all coming out at the exact same time. Everybody yeah. was seizing It was like that post. Torture porn, uh, John post
2: Eli Roth.
1: Uh, po- well, yeah, he was on the way out. Hostel 2 came, but this was this was like a hey, let's get let's get back into that slow grow, even though it's got like lots of big bursts of violence in it. Which mm-hmm. it's like, course, yeah, it's a taxi driver. Uh, um, yeah, so this is uh, I well, the highlight of this is, of course, Tom Noonan being tall. Yeah. Uh, Mirror War- cool. Warnoff's like, doesn't really do too much, but do you know who's in this movie that I had no recollection of whatsoever. Isn't her
2: friend a really popular actress? Greta Gerwig. Greta Ger, that's what I I remembered. It was someone I just couldn't remember who.
1: Yeah, I yeah. had no idea uh, that she was in this, and then I was watching it. And I went Greta Gerwig, and then there she is, yeah. and she's not in it for very long. <laughs> Doesn't uh, isn't that like
2: the? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The.
1: <laughs> Spoilers, you
2: know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I see that was the one Ty West that I did
1: like was House that, of the Devil. I, I think it's that AJ Bowen guy that's a uh, a real fa- fan of uh, or friend of some horror podcasts out there, uh, and they always talk about him. And it's like, oh
2: yeah. Speaking of AJ, we didn't mention X has a character named RJ
1: who gets I remember who gets
2: spoken about.
1: All um, I think I, I the time I, I talked about it. Uh, I, I, I remember I you did, it. yeah. There's, there's an, there's an I, RJ, I got right? a
2: couple good screenshots, yeah. Of it. Oh, yeah, you night
1: know? and now you got screenshots with, with subtitles, it's beautiful
2: with subtitles. Yep, I, I only took screenshots of the RJ stuff because I'm uh, like um,
1: vain. The, the, most but, up, uh, the most upsetting bit in House of the Devil is if you remember, uh, so Jocelyn Donahue, um, she orders yeah. pizza from, like, the Satanist... I remember that. ...from the Satanist pizza house. Yeah. And so, of course, there's, like, her waiting for the pizza. It seems like it takes a real long time. And then, of course, it's, like, a guy whose face you don't see, he delivers the pizza, and she just, like, throws the 20 bucks at him, and then she slams the door. Then she, like, slams the door. She puts her back to the door and starts sliding down the door with the pizza vertical against her torso, to which I go, she's ruined the pizza.
2: It would have, it would crumble down
1: at the bottom. All Into those slices a in, would into be a slump.
2: Yeah, and then that the people... are the these are the details that the Thai West uh, like enthusiasts neglect
1: purposefully. Yeah. It's the it's the truths they don't want to be acknowledged. They go in denial. I know, and it's horseshit, Jared. So you watched X and you were <laughs> nonplussed. <laughs> I was
2: yeah, it like. I don't know what else to say other than I just – I don't think Ty West is my guy.
1: He's not your guy. That's he's fine. Not my, and that's I, fine. I think he's um, real – as the kids say, mid. He's real mid, RJ. Yeah. B-
2: not based, but cr- not cringe, but mid. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's all, like, it's all I, bad. It's all bad. I know why people like him, but not for me. Yeah. Uh, you know what uh, I followed that up with? Uh, I chased it with a real Jarrett pick.
1: What's that? Little Wolf Creek. Oh, baby, yeah. You uh, you watched this? Was that like right after we recorded two
2: weeks ago? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, and that's what I mean. Like, these movies are a long time ago. I watched this on October twelfth.
1: So Wolf Creek, two, spe- two full weeks ago. Speaking of the splat pack movies, talking mm-hmm. about the torture porn era that before House before Ty West came along. Yeah, uh, we had Greg McLean uh, taking
2: us it's- to the Outback. Is that uh, the director? Or is that the Ernest character? is that,
1: that, uh, isn't that like Jarrett or something like that. It's yeah, it's something like Jared. Yeah, it is something like that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, no, that's uh, that's the director who also directed Rogue, which is also about a killer crocodile quotation marks movie. Oh, yeah.
2: also in Australia.
1: Crikey. Crikey. <laughs> we we all know
2: we all know. I was kind of stunned at the um, the intro to this movie. The statistic. That uh, every year there are thirty thousand missing uh, persons reports in Australia. Now they don't, then, but they
1: don't follow it up though with how many are immediately they, found.
2: Yeah, and then it says ninety percent are found yeah, later.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I was like, "There's
2: three thousand missing people a year in Australia."
1: They like, that's... Say, well, they don't say whether or not they're re- they're still missing. They just maybe they're maybe they're found dead. Yes, that too. They might not be just missing. Well, who is missing right here? Yeah.
2: So uh, I, uh, I checked out your review of this, and uh, it seems like your uh, Wolf Creek is a movie that makes you a little uncomfortable, huh?
1: Yeah. Or not uncomfortable, but uh, it's one of those ones that you go, "Ooh." I, Ooh. I, oh, I think when you were about to watch it, I went, "I don't know, man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you're gonna feel about this movie. It's, it can be a little. It's a little rough. It's a bit like yeah. unrelenting and grimness." Mm-hmm.
2: It, it's not all the way it, it does get there it though. gets there yeah like well, i'd that, say the that's, first that's 15 it... minutes is okay
1: yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah the first like i don't know 45 minutes are fine yeah
2: <laughs> and then you see this nice old guy and he's like oh he's like i'll take you i'll take you <laughs> out that's australian jerk. <Jared. laughs> you know or what i mean yeah. crack um no I, I i i liked wolf creek it is um it is rough but uh i do think it's not uh i think i was expecting worse for some reason um
1: john jarrett john jarrett yeah
2: yeah uh i think i was expecting worse but uh, it is it is a rough show and you're watching and you're just like Ugh. <laughs> you're like so many bucket hats in this movie <laughs> so much people just walking through broken glass
0: mm-hmm. and
2: it's like i think the thing about it is there's nothing to like uh Outlandish about it, like there isn't like slasher logic to this guy. Like they knock him out once and he's kind of out for like an hour or so. They kind of get away a little bit, but then he wakes up and he's kind of back. So it's not like he, he's he's always there. And they kind of make a little headway, but they're like so so banged up that they can't like mm-hmm. get that far by it. So I don't know. No, I I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, like uh, it's get some spinal cords you get you get a little spinal tapping yeah oh, uh the sounds oh there's some sounds all right there's some big sounds too big, big sounds but uh yeah so it's like i said these movies are about two weeks back now so i'm getting a little foggy on it but i did like uh wolf creek and i was like fuck this is rough
1: and this this has a bunch of sequels right uh and a tv series that is TV that, series. that is in the canon it is part of the it's part of the universe
2: so what is it every week you see a different missing person story where it's they get brutally murdered well, by some Australian no. guy. There's
1: like a, there's like his it's like breaking bad sort of storytelling where it's like one story about I don't know I've never Are seen you rooting that. for the bad guy? Well, you always root for John Jarrett. He's so charming. Remember when he uh, when he's driving
2: his hot rod car and he's like and he's got his sniper gun. That that part's pretty cool.
1: There's a web horror show actually. So it it was on something called Stan. Uh, it's a spin-off. Uh, yeah, he came back for the role. The first season consisted of six episodes. Uh, yeah. The episodes, there's two seasons of it, total of 12, and they're anywhere from 43 to 61 minutes long. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Crying. <laughs> <laughs> uh Weird. America loves uh, Mick. Yeah.
2: It's so weird. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, do you have any uh, thoughts on uh, no,
1: Wolf Creek? I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's good. Like it's actually a well-made movie. I it think is. the I think it establishes the the three characters as likable enough. Yep. Like they're very normal. Uh, they're they, not they, annoying. Yeah, they got some. They have some run-ins with some of the town folk. Yes, they do. And then you're like, oh shit, there's some tension there. But you know, because like if if you've ever seen any ads for this, you're like, oh shit, nothing really goes down till they meet Mick. And then you know it. Yeah. Now, now they're fucked. They're fucked. And I do think
2: uh, the intro of the Mick guy is really well done because he is—he's like a lovable guy. That's why I like—I was like, this guy's like earnest. He's like cracking like really dumb jokes, and he's just like—he just seems welcoming. He's just like, oh, he's like, I'll have you fixed up, no problem. He's like, that's what we do here. In Australia, <laughs> in Scotland, we take we take care of each other. In Scotland, Australia. <laughs> yeah. uh, so like he is like convincingly like uh, because I think one of the problem people have with a lot of these movies it's like well how would anyone fall into this situation it's like well it happens every day in real life but uh, also it's just like this guy is like like when you're in that spot and you have no other options but also he's like he seemed like a likable guy he's just kind of like hey what's up and then uh as it progresses and you see the drugging take place and then i think what it is like one of the big things is as they're kind of exploring like the one girl is exploring you see like the extent of how much this guy has just been kidnapping and killing people and you're just like who because like not this guy specifically but like wolf creek is based off of like people they actually
1: found right yeah there's a there's a guy who this is based off of yeah, or so two, I, like, I think it's like two serial killers. Yeah, and like, because yeah. I was thinking about that, I was like,
2: I was like, fuck. Down in Australia, it'd be pretty easy to just make someone disappear. It's Australian Jerry, for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oliver knows all about that. Uh-huh. Uh But yeah, it would it would be pretty easy, or not easy, but like, he'd be like, where'd that guy go? And like, I don't know. He dro- drove off into the fucking desert one day, never came back. And it's like,
1: okay. Uh, so I also mentioned this does have a F from Cinema Score. So it, it really? joins, yeah, it does. People, why? Because well, people get okay. Because this is what the this is the flaw with it. People come out of this movie and they're asked, "What did you think of this movie?" They go, "Fucking hated it." Because it's, it's like, vile. They, they don't like it. They're like, "I don't yeah. like to feel this way." And so it's f. <laughs> and it's like, "Well, that's not. It's not a badly made movie like, at all." I don't no. know you can watch this movie and think that. No. But So I mean,
2: yeah. So, I mean, I think it's doing what horror is intended to do, right? Yeah. It's making you uncomfortable, and you're just like, oh, oh.
1: oh. <laughs> blackometer.
2: <laughs> On the blackometer, I wouldn't say it's full black, but it's pretty close. Yeah. It's pretty close.
1: I don't know. The whole like escape attempt is like pretty harrowing stuff. Yeah. And then yeah, it's like oh god, oh god.
2: Yeah, I do. I do like when uh, she's that old dude in the bucket hat mm-hmm. tries to help her, and then yeah. just. <laughs> and then and that's when you get Hot Rod Ernest and he's driving, or Hot Rod Mick, yep. and he's ripping around driving like 400 miles an hour, and you're just like, God damn. God damn. Yeah, so Wolf Creek's pretty good. Yeah. And then uh, I'll tell you about one and then some shorts really quick because I don't have a ton to say, but I watched the Crazies. Okay. Like uh, the Romero one, and yep. I've seen the remake. Yeah,
1: with Ol- Oliphant.
2: with Olafant. I was going to rewatch that, but uh, I don't think I'll have time. But I remember. I really liked the the preview for the remake when it came out because it's got that song, Mad World, that was in the Gears of War uh, <laughs> commercial. Uh-huh. And it was just, like, people doing crazy stuff. And, like, I, I remember liking that. And I think I liked the movie, but I probably saw that when it came out, which was, I don't know, I was probably, like, 16 or something. So I don't know. But I watched this, and uh, this is a lot more, um, I, I don't want to say methodical, but, uh, like, very similar plot, you know. It's a town. There's some kind of contagion. The military's coming in. No one really knows what's happening. But you do see a lot of just kind of like military protocol stuff. It's like, well, we're going to do this and do that. And you're just like, okay. And that kind of happens for a while. Yep. And, and you're like, is anything else going to happen? And then it doesn't really. It's a uh, lesser Romero. Yeah. It's okay. Like, yeah. I... I, I think it is something that would benefit from a remake in in a sense. I just, I don't remember. I can't remember if that remake is actually good or not. Right. So um, the crazies was, it was fine. i like, I, I was glad I watched it. The one thing I did like was, uh, there was a scene where the quarantine guys are going through like, um, the bodies and they're just taking stuff that they want. They're like taking out like, <laughs> like jewelry. And then they're throwing the bodies into like a burn barrel. And I was just like, yeah, I was like, I get that. That's cool. I get that. And then I watch a bunch of shorts that Jarrett told me to watch. Oh, like, yeah. don't look away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't look away.
1: The the dad acting is just <laughs> unbelievable. I've got yeah, I've got I've got a new one for you. If you want to watch, what well, I has to be some of the worst acting I've seen. Since that short film, okay, uh, it, it, the the production now. This is a new one. This is it's called Recursion from 2018. The, recursion, so, yeah. So the the productions of the production of this is incredible. It looks I really it. it looks really good, but holy fuck, every single performance is unbelievable. Top notch, bad. unbelievably bad. It, it it's up there with Dad. I'll watch some Recursion. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's almost like expected that the doctor doing you know, some like Doctor Why we. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god oh yeah uh, I'll, I'll check out that but yeah don't look away is pretty dumb uh you already talked about it and then i heard it too i actually i've seen this before i think i watched it before it was vloggable on letterboxd or something hmm. but i i i've seen it and i was just i was watching it and i was like oh i know what this is and then it happens and i go oh no was this the inspiration for mama for uh well, that was based on a short too, actually, that Guillermo de Toro produced, *Mama*. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I watched *Don't Make Me a Sandwich* or *Make Me a Sandwich*. Fuck, I keep getting it wrong. <laughs> Make me a sandwich, and I I want Jared to watch this, so I'm not gonna say anything about that. True, and well. then and then I rewatched *Alma*, which again I started it and I was like, I think I've seen this before. And then I watched it and I was like, I have seen this before.
1: Yeah. And I went,
2: shit. All right. So I don't know. That was that was a couple movies. I can I can keep going or if you uh, want to go
1: I can talk about some some okay. stuff. Uh, I watched this movie called Bloodlink which I would Blood say Bloodlink? Yeah, I, this okay. is borderline more of a thriller. Actually no, this is 100% more of a thriller than a horror film. Uh, yeah. it stars Michael Moriarty. You know Michael Moriarty? I do know Michael Moriarty. I'm the, a big guy, fan. This 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 guy everyone loves that I think uh, is He
2: yeah, I I mean I said big fan, I'm not
1: actually. Yeah. But people uh,
2: I, do go shit their pants. They, they, over they, that they guy. apparently shit
1: their pants and I don't understand it. Yeah. I think he's uh I did watch Troll as well, which he's also in. Oh yeah. By, by coincidence. Yeah. But so Bloodlink though, this is a movie where he's gotta do some heavy lifting. Because yeah. it turns out uh he's a doctor in New York, I'm gonna say, but mm-hmm. he's getting visions. And it's very confusing because you're like, what's going on? And then at some point they let you on, oh, There's two of them. They're twins, and they're in different cities. Prestige style? But, well, they don't know. Well, one thought that the other one was dead, but it Mm. turns out they're both doctors, but one of them is a a maniac. But they can also apparently now see through each other's eyes. Uh,
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, no, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I've I've seen a horror movie before. I know how that works. So he's like,
1: oh, man, my brother, he's, like, killing women and... He's being a real bad dude, and uh, I should do something yeah. about this. And then the other brother's like, yes, you... Because he, he also killed their parents back when. Uh, mm-hmm. and, it, and then it turns into, he goes to like you know Hamburg, and the they are like, oh, sure. you You have a twin brother who died 20 years ago who faked his death, and he's actually dead. Oh, yeah, he's mm-hmm. killing all the people that look exactly like you. Sure, buddy, let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he has to prove his innocence, and the other the the, the brother scheming away, but also like fucking all this guy's women. He was doing what? <laughs> he's fucking them all. He's he's having sex with them. <laughs> he's inadequate, RJ. He's an inadequate lover, which also Why? drives him to kill. Why was he
2: inadequate?
1: I don't know. He can't get it up. Just can't yeah. So he's a real he's really unsatisfying, and that's how the yeah. women can identify him. Also because they were not only I shouldn't they weren't just twins. They were conjoined twins, and they have oh. they have a one's got a scar on the left, the other one's got a scar on the right, and uh, that's supposed to be there. But it's like it's harder to keep track of that, isn't it? And that I, seems to be a trend. Let me tell you, Michael Moriarty—he's no Jeremy Irons.
2: Who is? Yeah. The, uh, th- th- this
1: really does feel like uh, some real dead ringer's light.
2: On uh, on a scale of dead
1: ringers to basket case. Where does it fall? Ooh. Malignant. <laughs> whoa. whoa, whoa! You can't say that things like that. Well, you can edit that out. Yeah, this, easy. this is not. This is skippable stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're a big fan. Big fan. Huge. Clear, clearly, <laughs> you can tell from my your like, enthusiasm to my voice. What was this called? Blood ink, link. Blood link. Oh, okay. The poster's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with the film American Gothic? I know the TV show Well, did you American know, Gothic. Maybe you've looked up American Gothic before and seen the poster for American Gothic from 1987, which uh, the poster is a take on the painting American Gothic. Uh,
2: How come that never happened in the TV show? And remember Rod Steiger?
1: Remember him? Rod Steiger? Rod Steiger. He'll, Dude, he'll... I re... You know this old man. Oh, yeah. I know Rod Steiger. Yeah, you know him. Uh, and Michael J. Pollard, who you'll remember mm-hmm. being in, like, tons of movies that you've seen. Uh, and he's in original Star Trek episodes. Or that one yeah. episode. I Mur- Muri he's in. Definitely he's... remember
2: him from Sleepaway Camp 3. There for go, sure. For sure.
1: Yeah. So, and uh, Wild Angels. So this is a movie about a bunch of chaches whose boat gets them stranded on this weird little forested island that is only populated by this old kooky family that uh they, they're very, they're god-fearing folk and they, they they just kill people when they come to the island that's the twist but there's some there's real like there's that. like petrified baby corpses getting broken in half um people getting getting like killed elaborately with swings that also are right by you know cliff faces. It's like, what, Hmm. what, why did you climb and get into the Why did you get into the swing? I don't understand. I don't, I'm not not disliking the sound of that. So, I didn't hate this movie. This was, this was a, this was a minifig assembly film. Uh, Um, but, but, it wasn't bad. Like, it, it totally scratches that itch if you want kind of like a, uh, middle tier 80s horror that you've never seen but you might remember mm-hmm. from like the, the the video gallery in the horror yep. section you're like you would never pay money to rent this but yep. it's on Tubi and that means the price <laughs> is right and it's mm-hmm. totally it's totally worth a watch it's fine mm-hmm. you get some mullets you get some like uh, way too well choreographed dance scenes where you're like I don't think that these like uh, Chachi 80 kids would know how to do the dance the Charleston mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, I mean that's just me
2: isn't that what people are saying about that new uh, Top Gun movie was that it was it was unbelievable that uh, like 20 year olds would know the 20 30 year olds would know the words to great balls of fire uh, or some? I that was a criticism I heard I' being I'm being honest that was a criticism I heard yeah, so like I mean
1: it still made whatever a, a, a billion dollars so I mean yeah I know <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I think I think it's like 1.5 billion, I think. Is that's it? That's it. Yeah. Oh, I'm finally seeing uh RJ's picks from uh,
2: X. My picks. RJ. Those are the only ones RJ.
1: It's smut. Yeah.
2: I like the I like the one where he's on the ground naked. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. You can you can feel free to use those in uh
1: Diddy any Daylights. any
2: way that you need to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, thanks. Well, you know, you uh, you might like.
1: Hey, RJ, you know William Lustig, the director of Maniac yeah. and yeah. Uh, Maniac, Maniac Cop, Cop. Maniac yeah. Cop 2, Vigilante, Maniac Cop 3? Well, oh, RJ, yeah. are you familiar with a little movie that he also directed called Uncle Sam?
2: Uh, I am not. Is it? Does it hit those levels of uh, Maniac Cop?
1: No. I, just remember, uh, I remember this had a lenticular cover at the video store because it was like a Jack Frost lenticular cover yeah so this was Uncle Sam you're like oh man is like Uncle Sam back and he's pissed that'd be cool is Joe Spinell in this he is not because Joe Ah, Spinell was dead by this point but uh, this does have William Smith who you'll remember like Will Smith William Smith oh you'll remember from uh, (laughs) such hot classics as the Grave of the Vampire oh yeah he shows up here Okay. Uh, there's also, I think the one that like threw me off cause I was like, who is this? And then like, mm. I was like looking away, you know, painting minis and mm. then I'm like, with that chef? And I'm like, holy shit. It's Isaac, Isaac Hayes. Hayes. But I was yeah. like, cause I'd look at him and I heard him talking, but I'm like, well, who is this? And then, but when yeah. I, when I didn't look at him, I heard the voice only and I'm like, holy shit. I went mean, like Isaac Hayes is in live action form in 1996.
2: I mean, he dabbled. No, not often, but he dabbled. So this movie,
1: uh, you know, that movie death dream that people really, really like uh, that's like, yeah. not, yeah. not that awesome. In fact, mm-hmm. this is like that, but worse, way worse. Ooh. This is not worse. You this say is way worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this is trying to make a, this is a statement film. It's got some yeah. pol- some political statements. This is about the Iraq War, but it's the, but it's like Gulf War one, um, mm. and so it's like he died. It's like my he died for his country, and so there's this like his nephew who like really worships the fact that his uncle like died a a soldier for his country, and it's like taking on all these lessons of uh, you know military time. All it kind of like this kid doesn't realize it's like this guy was like a real bad dude, and a real piece of shit, and an abuser. Uh, who, like, tortured and tormented his, like, lovers and sisters and family alike. And they're, like, all, like, relieved that he's not, he never came back and he's dead. But guess what? They bring his body back, and then he reanimates, and he's running around wearing un- Uncle Sam outfit because it's the 4th of July, and he's killing mm-hmm. people because they don't trust, it, they don't believe in his country. Or something.
2: <laughs> or something? Or something. You Can you fill in that gap there?
1: Well, how about the... Well, the tagline is... I want you dead. <laughs> and he's pointing. That's good.
2: I like that. Yeah, uh, I'm on board with that. That that alone would have made me watch it. I would have been like, okay.
1: Uh, yes, sir, Mr. Sam. Oh, yeah. A... And his, and, oh, RJ. His name is actually Sam, and he's an uncle.
2: Well, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Obvious. Like, naturally. But Why what would it, they fuck what's around cool is,
1: that? like, so if you look at the banner image of this in Letterboxd, you can see, yeah. like, he's wearing the mask. But you see, like, the ghoul eyes
2: i do see the blue eyes which i think are also kind of cool yeah. yeah is that a mask though or is that his face that's a
1: mask over his uh, cor- over the corpse
2: it would have been cooler if that was just his face
1: yeah i think um oh well you, you know what movie holds up real nice what's that slugs <laughs> i i thought slugs was
2: okay slugs is one of those ones i don't slugs is gross Sometimes I don't like the gross ones. Aww. I think I, I think I had Slugs is okay on my, on my end, but uh, I know you're a big Slugs boy. Well,
1: I'm a, I'm a Juan Picour Simon fan. The director yeah. of this and Pieces, which also yeah. also got to rewatch this uh, this Creeptober and mm, Pieces is cool. They're they're sweet sweet movies. Uh, there's like the one actor who crosses over between them. I can't I don't know what his name is, but he's the in Slugs. I think he's like the like the police chief or like he's the manager of the city. And he's mm. just like, I think they always call him like a fat piece of shit. The Lord ass he's too lazy to do anything about it. And he's just like eating like a sandwich in his office. Just a, just a sandwich. Just a sandwich. No, well, I don't, I wouldn't think that'd be fair to call him a piece of shit. Yeah. But yeah, people just get fucking killed left and right in slugs. Yeah, horrific, That's cool, though. Horrifically. It's great. The, yeah. mu- the music is, uh, Beyond belief of how safe it is and loud, blaring in fact. Mm. Oh, like Texas Chainsaw Two levels mm, or not quite. Not, maybe not there yet, but I, I'm gonna have to revisit a uh, TCM two at some point this year.
2: This year you're going to? No, not this year. Oh, but okay. At some
1: point I will. But I mean, <sighs> if, if people slugs. Tubi, come on.
2: I think uh, a friend of the show, Ryan Nagel, is a slugs man, too, I think. (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't know. I like stuff like that, but, like, the bug kind of, like, gross-out movies. Like, I don't like bugs, Jerry. You know this about me.
1: Also on Tubi. And I don't know slugs aren't bugs. Well, if you don't like slugs, what about worms? You could watch Squirm.
2: (sighs) Well, see, that would be... That'd be my nightmare. So
1: Squirm is like got some cool set pieces, but holy shit, it takes forever. It's, and it's like yeah, there's scenes where it is just characters going between places and talking about things. There's no excuse for it. No excuse. That, that sounds good. No, Jeff Lieberman, who's directed um, such classics. I know that name. Well, he's the director of Just Before Dawn, which I'm i uh, I'm a huge fan of. I think it's like yeah. one of the, the best backward slashers around. Uh, Blue Sunshine, which I need yeah. to rewatch, uh, but most recently I think there's a director's cut of it that just came out of Satan's Little Helper. Ooh, no. is it a Christmas film? Uh, yeah, it's a Christmas horror. Okay. I, when I watched it, I gave it one and a half stars, so it's gonna be real good. It's from 2004. So it's latter day Jeff Lieberman. Uh, mm-hmm. He also directed the movie Remote Control, which I've not yet yeah. watched. Oh, he also directed yeah. something uh, called Doctor Franken. With uh, Marvin Chomsky, which also stars Robert Vaughn, everyone's favorite Robert Vaughn.
2: I think I know Doctor Franken. Okay. I think I'm aware of Doctor Franken.
1: You're aware of his work.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm aware.
1: Yeah, Squirm's fine to throw on if you like, especially if you like a man talking about uh, egg creams. Mm-hmm. No.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I watched. Um, I mean, I'm not into a creams, but I watched Remote Control like a two years ago, maybe. Okay. I don't think.
1: I was big into it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised.
2: I think it has lots of lols. Yeah. Lo- you know like
1: I... lo- lols. Not L- lols. L- LOL.
2: <laughs> Not lols. Like, the, uh, the, the
1: bad kind of lols. Smell
2: Ls, Like this smells. This smell. kind of thing. I see. I see. Yeah.
1: Uh, RJ, I, I, I don't know if I've gotten to it. Did I talk about troll?
2: Uh, I mean, you've kind of talked about troll a couple times. Okay. Like. Like this week and last week also.
1: Okay, And if I talk about Troll Two? Did I talk
2: about? Uh, you talked about Troll Two. Well, you talked about watching Troll Two and Best Worst Movie. You didn't get into like detail, but you did.
1: You mentioned them. say okay. The only thing I want to go back to, if I didn't say it before, was yeah. rewatching Best Worst Movie, which is on YouTube.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and the other two on Tubi. Uh, Best quick. Worst Movie, it really just skims over the importance of the internet. in the the fandom it's just like a hundred guys with flat caps and very manicured beards Mm -hmm. uh, talking about like how they they discover Troll 2 it seems like or at least they Mm. aren't prompted to say hey how did you find out about this movie and I just remember I remember getting it from the video store it's like no you didn't
2: Yeah, I see, like, I wouldn't believe that either. It's like, no, that movie was, like, completely You found
1: out about it from, well, I mean, it never even came out in theater. So, I mean, it just was was straight to video. Yeah. And uh, there's a few enterprising horror fiends who watched it and were like, holy shit, these scenes are amazing. And it just built up this reputation and people would start checking it out. But the only reason people know about it, I'm going to say, is probably because of, like, YouTube. Or, like, those sites Mm -hmm. that, like, that proto YouTube stuff where it was, like, real player um, yes. Where you had to you had to like wait five minutes for your file to download on a DSL, and you'd get like a thirty second clip of saying, "Oh my God, they're eating her," and after that, they're going to oh eat me. Oh my And that's all people know. That's how people were introduced to it. And mm-hmm. no, there's not a single mention of the internet's prevalence in the life of it, other than there's like a, the the dentist who's like, "Oh, look at that! I got a website. I show my daughter. Look at many new I got a MySpace." I feel like I'm getting mixed
2: messages from you tonight because when I was talking about X, you told me to get off of the internet. But now it seems like the internet is the gateway to things such as troll. But the gate, the internet's
1: only ever s- served me wrong. Double, well, let me tell you, I've got one coming that uh, is very much about my, my you know, what, what do I follow people for? They're, they're, they all mislead me and they can mislead you toward things away from things that you actually won't mind. People mm. like to hate on things, RJ, but we'll get there. What? I don't know. Hey, like, you know what movie we could both talk about that what? I think is actually pretty cool? What's that? And this was, uh, I only watched this because you watched it, and I was like, well, it's on Shutter, so why not? Mm-hmm. Hard Rock Zombies. This movie is incredibly <laughs> cool, Jared.
2: I, I, and I got to say, this movie has <laughs> the biggest swerve yeah i was just like i i didn't even write it in my review because i was like i can't spoil that it is such like you know exactly what i mean like the reveal (laughs) the mask off i was like whoa oh yeah but yeah okay talk about hard rock
1: zombies because this movie does fucking rock yeah where do you begin so it's a bunch of like i don't even think these are like these aren't even like hard rock dudes no these are like like these are glam 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 metal glam metal heavy like metal soft ballads and uh and they're like horny dudes, and then they uh, mm-hmm. they they play in a small town that doesn't like music, so they're being policed on that. But then they run afoul some some bad dudes, and there's one guy where I'm like, huh, this this actor sure looks a lot like Heinrich Himmler a lot. The- the bald and, guy. And yeah, yeah, I was like the whole time, like, man, they really found a guy that looks like Henry Kimmel. And I'm like, oh. And then it's like fucked up. Like there's weird, weird little people running around. Uh, there, and people well, taking photos and people one, being then there's tortured a troll and killed. Version. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a normal little guy, and then there's a troll little guy. But then yeah, there's a guy who takes pictures of people as they're dying. Uh,
1: the, the name of this town, Grand Guignol. <laughs> oh, 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 sounds like a soup. And
2: you know we like our soup, yeah. jerk. This
1: movie's got everything.
2: There's also uh there is like a sexy lady, uh, and then there is like werewolf grandma. Don't forget about werewolf oh, uh, grandma. I, could, I couldn't forget. Yeah. And like a genuine werewolf too, not yeah. like she's just hairy. Like, no, she's she is an openly and acknowledged werewolf grandma. Mm. So she's in in the mix as well. And then so yeah, these uh the glam rockers, they come to the town they're playing shows and uh, they get threatening messages basically to not even come to the town from uh, like a girl visits the band um, and uh, like talks to the lead singer who looks like Dean from FUBAR kind of like uh, you, you remember Dean from FUBAR like with the, yeah, that's who he looks like. And he's the heartthrob of this movie, obviously. So she's like, don't come to the town. He's like, we're going to come anyways, baby. Uh, And then he shows up and like these guys like, the town is basically like the stage is locked and oh, all your equipment is lost. Guess you can't play your Satan music, bud. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there is the guy's talking to the girl, which also is a little bit problematic because it's kind of implied that she's like really young. <laughs> Like I'm like thirteen,
1: fourteen, hey. fifteen, maybe. Yeah, well, it's Hard Rock Zombies, RJ. I, I I'm, aware. I'm it, aware. and it's from film from ninth. It's a horror comedy from 1985. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you noticed. No rules. I know.
2: I don't know if you noticed, Jared, but my uh my post today on the Instagram was from Hard Rock Zombies. I, I didn't even see it. Yeah, it uh, it's a two picture one. Ooh. I I thought it I thought it worked so well with what we're doing here and what we do every year.
1: I was just like, this is,
2: I I was sitting on this for two weeks because I was like, that's perfect for Ghoul school. Perfect. Oh, I see it.
1: See ghouls are the antithesis of intellectual existence in the ghoul. The brain dissolves. See, it's good. It's good. It's fitting. Do you want me to talk about what the, what this movie, what
2: happens like briefly or. Uh, Yeah, go, go right on ahead. So, like these hard rockers, they're like staying at this like bed and breakfast with all those weird people. And uh, they're like doing a practice basically, but like a show for the people that they're staying with. Like, I guess, like, because they asked, they're like, will you do a show for us? And they're like, yeah, we'll do like as our practice. And as they're doing their show, uh, some weird stuff happens. And like one of the guys gets electrocuted and they're like, this is weird. We don't like staying here. You guys suck. He's like, we're going to stay somewhere else tomorrow night. And then the people are in the house are like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, but then throughout the night, they uh, the hard or our heroes get picked off one by one. Uh, one of them gets taken out by Grandma Werewolf. One of them gets taken out by uh, one of the little guys. Uh, one of them one of them gets taken out by the bald dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they all get taken out by one of them, uh, and then they get buried there basically. And um, I don't know if I should reveal the big the big one. Should I should I say who's in this movie? Who oh stars? no,
1: well, let people find out okay. for themselves. I
2: I do think the ending is some is like it's so poetic and how that character dies because mm-hmm. you know what they kill that guy in right.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So anyways, so uh, these our our heroes are dead and this girl is like oh no, um, and then like these this like this family which is kind of like a Texas chainsaw family of like weirdos. They, like, go around and they maybe kill someone else or something. And they, they're starting to, like, do other things. But, like, the town thinks it was the rockers, kind of. Uh, but the girl goes and plays the music, like, the the song that this guy wrote for her, basically. And it, it awakens our heroes, our glam rockers from the grave. And now they have, like, kiss makeup on. Yeah. And uh, the best part is they do zombie walk, but they do it to, like, a beat where it's kind of like... <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> uh, and, like, they move their arms and their legs to, like, the beat of the music, and I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, that's what I'm here for. So our, our zombie rockers go, and they start taking revenge on this family, and then they, they go to make their show because they were supposed to play for, like, a talent scout, and now they're zombies playing, but then other people are getting reanimated in the town, and so they're becoming zombies, too, and then they have to fight, like, the lead, the leader of the the family of bad guys. Uh, I think that's a lot of what this thing is. Oh, yeah. uh, one of those little guys. There's like there's scenes of him. You cut away to him, and he's just eating stuff. And every like ten minutes, it cuts back to him, and he keeps eating like like things. And you're just like, that's cool. Uh, this movie's awesome. Hard Rock Zombies is. Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I, I like I was watching it. I was like, man. I was like, this is probably going to be like a Joe Bob like next year or something. Maybe, because it's on Shutter, so they right. already have the rights to it, right? But I was like, I wish this was just what they had on for Joe Bob this
1: year, but it wasn't. Mm. I thought this movie was cool. What about you? Yeah, um, I'm here for it, RJ. This is good. Oh, yeah. 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 Any uh, Anything else to add on uh, Hard Rock Zombies? No, uh, other than I had no expectations, but I didn't realize that, that again, this is uh, last week or week or two ago, we were talking about one of the movies we checked out. And I was like, yeah, it just feels like a trauma movie in the worst ways. Oh, Dead Time Stories. Oh, yeah. I, I think. I've,
2: I've watched half an hour of Dead Time Stories. Oh,
1: well, you've got the other half to watch, let me tell you. Yeah. That last half, is that, that'll that get you.
2: I've been watching that at work in my off time.
1: That's yeah, perfect. Because <laughs> yeah. it's on... Heart, Heart Cause Rock Rock I don't... Yeah. Hard yeah. right. Rock Zombies feels like a trauma movie.
2: Yeah. I've been watching... It took me about four days to watch that 30 minutes because I don't get a lot of downtime, but I was... So I, I have been watching it. I, I will get it logged. But but yeah, Hard Rock's cool, man. Yeah. Hard Rock's cool. The other like rock movies on Shudder right now, I don't think they Rocktober li- Horror? Uh, Well, Rocktober Blood. Oh, Blood, like, yeah. Yeah, I think I talked about that one. That one's got some cool stuff, but it's that one's like that one's not good. But uh, the other one I watched was
1: not very good. Is that so. Slaughterhouse Rocks?
2: Yeah, it's got nothing to do with rock. It's really, like, uh, it's not a rock and roll one. It's this guy who, like... Um, it's a vampire,
1: it looks like, on, the like poster.
2: No, it's weird. It's like a demon possession movie. Oh. It's a guy who, like, he has, like, glimpses of Alcatraz, and he's like, I think I need to go to Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay. Uh, this w- movie's really weird. It's got some images that are really cool like it's just like oh man that looks right like they use a lot of blue light in this and it's like ghoulish guys and stuff like that but uh it's so boring this thing and like it i i i sh- wrote in my review like 50 minutes in they do a recap of the cool scenes and i think it's just like because they're like we know that you're losing interest but here's yeah. the cool stuff we've done already yeah is like is like see we did have cool stuff remember, just... remember
1: the good times
2: like <laughs> there, yeah exactly there's a cool scene where someone punches through another guy's head and i was like that's really cool but the rock part of slaughterhouse rock like i think is literally just the uh the recap. It's like a Cindy of Opera kind of person that's like, whoo, and then it like recaps all those scenes. But that's it. There's no other rocking in this, which mm-hmm. I, I I felt like I was misled. You know what I mean? Son of a bitch. Yeah. But uh, how dare anyway, they? You, how
1: dare they? So you watch Hard Rock Zombies. Yep. Anything else? Any, did I watch anything else? Yeah. I don't know uh, if we want to talk about Hell House yet uh we
2: can we can if you want okay to, well I...
1: one thing though have you you haven't watched deadstream yet right no are you going to
2: i would i would like to try to you should do you want to talk about them together
1: yeah well we should well we should talk about deadstream when you because you, you should definitely watch it for next week
2: okay i could definitely get deadstream done before next week Yeah. It's... and then for hell house i have the second one watched okay. as well because
1: we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it probably this week, but you've watched VHS 99 and I'm assuming that you like all right thinking citizens of creepsville, I would hope Mm -hmm. and, and the world would say that the, the final story that the, the directing team worked on, uh, Mm -hmm. when they go to hell, uh, is, is a highlight I think of the anthology. It is
2: the, that one is the highlight for sure. And then the kid show one.
1: Yes. Which I think is what everyone is saying. I right? think, yeah, I think we're, I think everyone's on the same page in terms of like, hey, that's interesting. But that, particularly the, yep. so all that like is there with Deadstream. Uh, but they have okay. to extend it. So I mean, I think uh, now, I think my uh liking, of, I, I think I like Deadstream more. Because of VHS? Yeah
2: interesting yeah i'll, I'll definitely watch what so i gotta ask you is that an andy pick
1: do you think i could persuade
2: her into that or no
1: uh how does she feel about found footage essentially is the question she doesn't mind it she doesn't mind uh, yeah it. i think so it's fun it's it it's like a, it has a sense of humor to it uh yeah see
2: yeah like i didn't i didn't watch hell house with her uh, but like, I think she would really like Hell House, but she would actually she would actually get scared by yeah. it. Well,
1: because so, yeah, and she doesn't like being scared. Yeah. So, I, so yeah, I mean, like, because like is also in Deadstream a dead stream to not Mabel, though, but the, oh, okay. but the actor.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Because and the dude who is filming in that last one is he's the star of Deadstream, he isn't he? He is. And
1: yeah.
2: he because I saw his picture on the dead stream. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: thing. the director. Yeah, Joseph Winter or whatever his yeah. name is. Yeah, uh, I'll to, watch Deadstream. Yeah, no, sure. I, I would definitely de- uh, watch, make a point of getting to that. But yeah. um, okay, maybe I'll talk about I'll talk about Boar, okay. which you've seen, I think. I oh, think... I've seen Boar. Yeah, baby, <laughs> you've seen Boar. You know about Australia. You know about uh, you know about John Jarrett.
2: <laughs> I know. Uh, I know Oliver Granger. He's uh, he's kind of like you in know, the mix. You here. know about
1: uh, former WWE superstar Nathan Jones. I do, I do. Who who, uh, took the WWE for a ride. (laughs) He was like, yeah, I'll go on tour with you guys to Australia. And then he went, yeah, I'm not coming home. (laughs) Thanks for the lift.
2: That's pretty incredible.
1: I I think it's like he's one of those guys that got one up over uh, Mm -hmm. the McMahons. And I don't know how they feel about that. Maybe one day they're going to get him. uh, Uh, I mean, they might. You know who else is in Boar? Bill Mm Mosley. He's a total dad, though.
2: He, yes, he is.
1: But man, RJ, what a what a voice he has! Maybe one of the finest voices there is. It's so. Okay. I I know, you. I know that you're uh, uh, on the fence about Bill Mosley, but I think. I mean, I'm not saying he's the, he's uh, he's no Brad Dourif, but I think his voice is really. Good, like he, I like, you he, he, he doesn't sound like anybody else, but he's just got this like general voice that you're like, Oh, it's not so special. But it's like, No, he, like, nobody talks like him. Like, his Rufus, yeah. Rufus, uh, Firefly, whatever his fucking yeah. goes by, um, he, like, I don't know, he's so good at that character, and uh, so it's like because he's so matter of fact,
2: yeah. No, I don't mind, like, Bill Mosley does have a good voice, it's just the two movies that are the two things he's most known for. Texas Chainsaw 2 and Rob Zombie movies my mileage varies a little bit but I do like like some of his Rob Zombie stuff I do like yeah. like him in that because I'm not like I can't remember what it was uh, you can talk about the other one later but like Devil's Rejects is a good movie Yeah, I haven't seen House of a Thousand Corpses in a long long time so I, I don't remember
1: oh, but I'm, I've never been a fan but uh, a, a Thousand Corpses or yeah, Devil's Rejects Thousand Corpses Devil Rejects yeah. I do like yeah,
2: yeah and Bill Mosley's cool in that but i think that character is kind of like his texas chainsaw too well actually not really that guy's like a hippie i don't know whatever what
1: do you know about giant mutant boars
2: i mean i spend most of my time with one yeah. outside you know right. what i mean no we, we call uh we call mongo he's got a forehead like a drive-in you know what
1: i mean Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. so oh
1: boy boar uh, yeah, yeah it's, tell me about it's, four. it's exactly what it sounds like. It's just this of people getting horribly devoured and maimed by a boar that's just traversing the landscape, and people just like show up and go, "Huh, oh, what's that?" Hey, there's all these little boars running away, what? and then the giant boar shows up and <laughs> knocks over their car and fucks them up, and that's it. Sounds like a Jarrett pick. People get lots of people get picked off way more than yep. you'd expect, and then it's basically down to like the family, and uh, I don't know. It's whatever. It's th- again, this was definitely nothing jumped out enough at me where I was like, "Oh, I got to watch it we'll paying attention when I was doing other things."
2: Yeah, I know what you mean.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so Big Boar guy over here is what he's saying. Big Boar boy.
2: Big um, Boar boy.
1: But do you know about you know what movie uh kept my attention it was Dark Glasses from a master of horror <sighs> Dario Argento.
2: So, I Shudder did a thing, which is actually kind of cool. They like they started, I think it was October 1st or something. They did a secret viewing where it was like uh, a movie on their like channel or whatever, and they showed dark glasses. And I, I think I opened Shudder that day, and I saw like three minutes of this movie. And I was just like, what is this? And then I was watching it, and then it
1: was like Argento and went. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lat, day Argento. But let me say, though, yeah. uh, it's, it's probably his best work in decades but i mean what's that say like the bar is pretty low yeah. uh t- people's throats get slashed mm-hmm. um people get blinded uh they have to protect like little chinese boys and uh Thanks. maniacs are like again this is this is a common theme of like some of these movies i've watched recently where it's like the police are just helpless to do anything they're always yeah. getting hit by cars that's like how you take cops out that's their uh kryptonitis <laughs> vehicles <laughs> it turns out when you hit them by with a car they die like in real life. I mean,
2: that is how it works.
1: You know? Yeah. So uh, yeah. Anyways, it's, it's it's not a giallo. It's hard because other than there's like some black love action, and I think I mentioned to you the other week where it's like, how do you feel about uh dog head puppets? Because <laughs> they're back, baby. They're back. I mean, I,
2: I prefer that over uh, other means. Uh,
1: you know. Uh, do you like? The, I prefer that. Yeah, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you with my hand puppet. So that's fine. <laughs> that's uh, Dark works. glasses is. A movie? It's a movie. It's, yeah. it, it's, I would, I would just say it's like inoffensive. Uh, I mean, in yeah. it says, like, well, it's an Argenta movie about, a, I guess, a maniac killing prostitutes. Um, and then uh, one of them gets away. He's got to try to seal the deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. That's, that's the movie. She's a suspect. That's the show. Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah. I had on the movie Sator. Which is on Shutter, and uh yeah nothing. This is so drawn out, and I I feel like I've this is like there's always this movie every year that I watch mm. that you're like I want this to be so much better, and then there is one little spooky bit, a little spooky bit where you go oh, and then but, and, but, but then nothing at the end else. of the day you're just like oh yeah this just feels like some real Adam Wingard. Uh, territory like and like yeah this, this is the sort of stuff that like ty west and adam wingard are responsible for
2: i i I know i know
1: but See, I've been... they feel like n- minimalism is actually better <laughs> sometimes you're like uh, no i want hard rock zombies i, I want, want i want yeah like so like in I your want, face i want maximalism i want my i want i want too much because there's too no such as, like, sometimes sometimes you do uh, I know that it, it, you, it's all a matter of execution, though, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, Sator, I don't know. I might not have been fully paying attention to this one, but I, I kind of watched, like, Bore, Dark Glasses, Seder, like, pretty much three in a row. And, I mean, Bore, was like, eh, Dark Glasses, I watched. And then Sator, mm-hmm. I was like, okay. You're
2: like, I'm going back. There's, to there's, the like,
1: there's mysteries that you're just like, yeah, I, I, I know what's happening. And it's like, oh, there's some extreme violence all of a sudden. And you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe they do that to them and you're just like
0: huh? Eh. hmm mm. yeah that sounds uh, I, I feel like
1: ant- maybe it's like Antlers-esque but maybe you can tell me about Antlers after I just mention uh, two short films before I hand it yeah. back to you or I'll let you mm-hmm. go to the washroom whatever comes first
2: I mean yeah let's do that too. okay
1: well so there's this one uh, short it's called This Must Be The Place this okay. is for the the Twitter audience of people who like to talk about how they're witches and sure. uh, and <laughs> like they just say yeah i'm a witch did you ever did you go to
2: high school with any people like that cuz we had a couple they were uh, nice people too they they just yeah. told everyone they were well, they were the, witches and it's like okay. i
1: i think that's a little different though like there, it was a i don't know you'd have to like go to the library and like get some books out and stuff like that about casting spells and it yeah. was a little bit uh, a little bit more ultra at one point now it's pretty oh. much like no one cares no one cares yeah. if you're a witch uh, but now they're like, but they're like, they talk about it and you're like, I don't know if, if what you're talking about is any different than any other like weird spiritual belief or yeah. where you have like, like I have powers yeah. and stuff like that. And you're like, I don't know how much you're into this. Mm-hmm. If, if This is into, if it's into weird territory where it's yeah. like a, a mental health crisis underway. So this is for those yeah. folk who I like the idea that like witches have real powers.
2: Uh, which is problematic sometimes, Richard.
1: Right. So this idea is that it's like street witches, though. Like it's like like kind of I don't know what you'd call like them. Like David Blaine. Not like David Blaine, street magicians. But it's like, oh, these girls, they dress like, I don't know, like skidly, and uh... but, and they but they go to like convenience stores and rob them using magic powers. But it's like yeah. Jedi mind tricks. And then oh, like to, and then to like get into the club, you have to like do like things out of Dune. With pain, hands, and boxes. Oh, my God. (laughs) The the jom jibber. Yeah. And then you join the group. And that's what it is. That's all it is. And there's no ending. There's no payoff. It's just like, (laughs) we stole money. Said we got him. We got him. We're breaking the system down, ladies. Oh, my God.
2: It sounds good.
1: <laughs> sounds really good. Sounds uh, good. And then the other short uh, that I watched was called They See You, which I think a few people from Greaseville decided that, that that's the one they're going to watch that I've watched as well. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know about that, folks. I know it's only a few minutes long, but I, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch this. It's just like, again, another one of the – like a common thing with these short stories is – you, it's a form like a short yeah. story. You should have like a not like a beginning, you know, act structure by any means. But it should be satisfying in itself. It shouldn't feel like oh, I can't wait to watch the next one because there isn't mm-hmm. going to be a next one. I don't, I don't find that satisfying. I feel like it's actually incredibly unsatisfying to have these like stories that end where you're like oh, it's a proof of concept. And, uh, mm-hmm. well, you know, if I get more money, you know, the studios, they got some interest. I know my, my uh, brother-in-law knows a guy, and uh, maybe it's going to pay off. And, then, like, you know, I'm already starting to imagine, like, the world building. Uh, I'm thinking about oh uh, what sort of cinematic universe we'd see with They See You. Uh, and the, imagine... the title's horseshit. It doesn't mean anything. Yep. Um, it's just, like,
2: yeah. I think James Wan would do it?
1: Oh, Sure. I'm sure you, every hell any horror idea there people will do apparently since there's like fifteen thousand of them that were made sure. in, in a single decade and there's sure. already like four thousand or something like that and let alone like and that's probably ones that have been not been released yet but uh, it's, there's no stopping the horror train.
2: Mm-mm. No, not Mm-mm. when, not when a twenty four is out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Quick break yeah, Behold, yeah, we'll my star, star, star. My yeah. graveyard gooies squeeze boys. the colored goop into the mold or use glow goop and out pop body parts stomach heart brain it's graveyard goolies graveyard goolies are a creepy cross fright. so be aware of what happens at night before creepy creepy creepy. Workshop. Your parents put it together. Light bulb not included. Graveyard goodies, Mold packing glue. be sold separately. So now that you've uh, relieved yourself, RJ. Oh, yeah. yeah. T- tell me more about what your viewings have been like. Jared, do you know about a little film called The Antlers? <laughs> the Antlers?
2: Remember the antler craze from about two years ago when everything had antlers on well,
1: it? I, I feel like... I don't know. We still might be in that phase, but are we I, still in the antler phase? I, I, I think it might have. Maybe antlers cooled it off. I think antlers cooled it off. Would be my
2: guess. Yeah. yeah. Do you know about this movie? Do you know who made this movie? Uh, people. So Scott Cooper made this. He's the guy who did Crazy Heart, mm-hmm. and Black Mass with Johnny Depp, uh-huh. and then and then he started making movies like Out of the Furnace and Hostiles the christian bale flick right yeah the hostiles is the cowboys and uh indigenous folk. so antlers is an indigenous story told through the lens of a white person but you yeah. know who's in this movie canadian icon graham green of course for a second just a second uh so this movie opens and there's talk about uh indigenous storytelling and i was like oh that's cool and then graham green shows up for a bit and he's talking about uh this This is a monster movie, and the monster they talk about it through indigenous uh lens, which is also cool, but then the rest of this movie, Jarrett is Carrie Russell taking control of the narrative uh, do you know about control your narrative Jarrett? uh yeah I, the name Carrie Russell doesn't fill me with uh mm-hmm. good feelings. What, what about Jesse Clemens?
1: Oh no. <laughs> They, um, got the,
2: they got him. They got him. Or no, he got them. I like Jess, uh, Jesse Plummins. Mm. I think he's pretty good. Not mm. in this. <laughs> I see. Uh, this movie is so shit. Like, I was watching this. <laughs> really? And, yeah, it sucks. It's,
1: like, I, I knew it.
2: I knew it would it, be, it, but it this kind of, was like a—you well, got to remember—this was a major theat- like yeah, theater, I
1: release. I, I, it's, it's a movie that I think I, last year we talked about. It. I'm like, I didn't even know this movie existed, and then it was like, it was out, and it's like, what? It's in theater? It's like, yeah, it bombed. It didn't do well, or maybe it did well. Because it's like a horror. Because the only thing people watch are horror movies. But even this one didn't do great. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is antlers? I've never. So I've seen only like posters, like the thumbnail posters on Letterboxd. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a trailer. I don't think. And I mean, my only interest in seeing it was like, well, it's a horror movie to see in the theater, I suppose. But I didn't go. I haven't gone this year either. It's, It's better. It's better. Um.
2: So. Yeah, I don't know. This movie, like, fault like so Scott Cooper's not a bad filmmaker. Like he's got a good eye for stuff, but I think he's got a bad eye for horror stuff. Like, um I don't know. Like, it seems like kinda lazy. Like the stuff that he frames in his shots is kinda like it's like this is what you'd expect to be shooting. But then he'll like linger on stuff. Like it'll be like a box that's like symmetrically lined in the middle with like the thing like like a, a tarp like flapping in the wind, but he'll show it for like a minute and a half and you're like all right i got it tarp move on like it doesn't mean anything but it's it's like lots of shots like that you know what i mean where it's just like it's like is this gonna mean anything and then it doesn't and then you go why the fuck are you showing me this uh so this is a movie about a little boy and uh the little boy goes and finds dead animals And then he goes up to his attic and he throws him to his dad, who is chained or not chained up, but is rabid and is eating the dead animals in the uh, attic. Mm -hmm. And uh, Carrie Russell, she uh, she's from this place, small town. And it looks like Montana or something, actually, like uh, this place. I should look at where it was actually shot. But uh, it looks like Montana. And uh, she uh, she uh, moved back home to live with her brother jesse plemons and uh he says well you left and she says i had to leave you know that and you go yeah, "You left. Yeah. and so she was in california so she's got funny ideas uh and then not oregon uh so she comes back she's the teacher of this boy and she's like something weird's going on with this kid and then, and someone's like yeah no shit uh okay this was filmed in british columbia Jared. Hmm. It does have lots of mountains and stuff like that. Like the towns seem a little Montana y, but uh, it is mountain y. I, w- I would have said between Montana and Washington, but that's British Columbia, I guess. So, anyways. Uh, not Montana. Not Montana. Little kids like. Um, I don't know. He draws like. He, like they had to like tell stories, and then he tells like a story. He writes a fable that is like exactly like what he's going through, but like as a metaphor. And then everyone's like, wow. Whoa is this kid smart or is, is he tortured like artists? And it's like, no, this kid's literally telling you that he's feeding monsters and you're just not listening. And then you find out Carrie Russell has a story of like, she was abused as a kid too. And then you're like, wait a minute, is this going to be a monster metaphor <laughs> for abuse or something? And then it does turn out to be a literal monster, but it is still a metaphor for abuse. Yeah. Um, and a lot of what what this movie a lot is a lot of is carrie russell not listening to people people be like you shouldn't you shouldn't mess with this leave it alone and she goes i'm gonna do it and then it's like the kid is like don't do this i don't want you to do this for me and she's like i'm gonna do it and then you're like fuck just listen to these people maybe i don't know but uh it it's got a couple cool monster things because it is like a monster mash but uh it sucks. Like, I don't know what else to tell you, dude. It's it's not a good movie. I wouldn't I wouldn't watch it. I, I was bored almost the entire time and I was just like, this movie is bad. So wow. but it's not but it's not on the list. Well that list wasn't
1: created yet. Wow.
2: And it, it, it had
1: not been forged.
2: I, yeah, and maybe that's where I'll finish off on because I could maybe rattle a couple off and then uh, and get to that. But uh that I think that I think that tag needs to be special i think that's a special take
0: mm-hmm. you know what i mean jared yeah okay.
2: you want to hear about some quick ones sure you ever heard of phoenix forgotten i have yeah what have you heard of this movie
1: because uh, i thought this movie was pretty good i have not heard it's one of those movies that again might then one of the next things i'm going to talk about is speaks to this is it gets like those weird middle of the road reviews that don't mean anything Mm-hmm. that you're like, I don't know if I want to commit to watching this. And I think at the time, knowing that it was like a found footage type deal, it's like, oh, I'll watch it when it's available. But then that window of my interest passes, and then yeah. I never get around to watching it. And, then, this is and on... then Then I see you log it and write favorably about a movie, which is a rarity, uh, <laughs> where you actually say, I like this movie, rather than uh-huh. uh, some sort of insider Sh- joke that... About shit? Uh, that less than 10 people on the entire planet will understand like what jared give me an example of uh some sort of insider joke G- give me a minute i thought have will find one <laughs> you, you continue telling me you sell me on phoenix forgotten okay so i um i like this
2: because i'm part i'm, I'm partial to two things aliens And as we discussed last week, and we're still discussing found footage because I don't know what it is. I think I'm like, I think this is something that you and me are like on level grounds with. Like
1: we see eye to
2: eye. We see eye to eye on this. I kind of like found footage. Like there's a lot of like bad things that are down, done with found footage. Like, like, uh, like shitty characters, certain tropes and things like that. Like where you're like, you're just like, ah, this again. And that's really frustrating but good found footage I find is like so like satisfying to me. It's like this is what I've been craving. <laughs> I was like this is what I've wanted. I kind of got that out of Hell House for a bit. So that's a little tease for ne- for next week I guess. I did get that in Hell House. I, I actually liked that. But so this found footage but it's also Aliens. But this one does a really cool thing where it blends like it's found footage and then it's kind of like mockumentary stuff but then they use like actual news segments and I know there were real news segments because I watched an alien documentary a while like a year or two ago (laughs) I I logged it and it was showing like these things in Arizona uh with the with like the senator at the time and it was that guy so I recognized I was like hey that's the actual news footage and I kind of liked it so they they have a really good mix of those three things I thought and uh, I saw you chuckling.
1: Did you find one? Uh p- perhaps the your men review might fall into that. <laughs> Maybe?
0: <laughs>
2: Maybe, but we we'll get there. We'll get there. Hopefully. Hopefully. So Phoenix Forgotten's cool. The way it starts is like uh it's just like um a family and there's two kids and it's about the actual or like the documented event in Phoenix where there was lights in the sky and then they kind of disappeared. And it's the kid filming a birthday party for his like younger sister he's like 13 at the time and then you jump ahead and the kid's older but uh there's like some disappearances going on or something like that or like he is he disappeared or he died i can't remember it it was a while ago i watched this um but what happened was uh his sister is kind of like looking into it and she's like well where did he go what happened to him so they're like trying to retrace his steps uh oh yeah okay so he disappeared and but he was filming like a documentary based on these lights and they were trying to figure out what it is and then his sister is looking through his footage and then going around in like trying to piece things together so i liked a few things in it i liked like what they did with the real footage or like real news segments. I thought that was kind of neat, but then you get like a couple of like the coolest characters in any movie. You get these two dudes that are like UFO guys and like they're really old and they have like huge braids and stuff like that. And like one of them can't see good, but like they're watching the video and a plane flies by and he's like, that's a he's like, this is 1500. And they're like, how do you know that? And he's like, I just tell about sound. And I, Mm -hmm. and they're they're just like good down home guys. I was like, ah, yeah, biscuits and mustard. I exactly, exactly. So I I thought those dudes ruled, and then uh, I don't know. It's like it's kind of like um lost in the woods stuff because it's people like in the desert. So it's got like it's got a very similar vibe to that last. well, I shouldn't say similar, but uh, the last thing in VHS 99 where it's kind of like the dunes, you know, that's what a lot of this movie is, is them kind of walking through dunes and then like getting like confused and like getting misplaced and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not going to say this is like a great thing that a lot of people would like, but it scratches two of my itches, aliens and found footage. So I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm on board with this. This is good. You know what I mean, Vern? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then i watched uh a bay of blood you know oh. about bay of blood i do yeah is
1: uh, a bava. bava it's something some called the proto slasher the the papa of all slashers the papa i have uh zero notes on this
2: i thought it was uh fine i wasn't blown away by it mm-hmm. but i didn't dislike it i was like yeah this is there's a lot of talk about real estate
1: there is an incredible amount of talk about real yeah. estate. Yeah. I, I mean yeah, this is a movie that I've talked about before. I I don't like this movie. I have watched it a few I can times. See that. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I I don't get it. The the kills don't make up for it. There's some real uh some incredible 70s wardrobery in here. There is
2: i i was mostly annoyed by the people i was like these are the worst fucking party guests on earth like the way that they like handle each other and talk about stuff i was like these people suck uh it's got a couple good kills like you said the haircuts yeah the haircuts are dumb but yeah i watched this and i was like Based on how many, pe- I didn't read any reviews, but based on how many people that are on my letterbox, that gave this four and a half, five stars. I was like, this should be great. And I threw it on one night. I think I was like 10 minutes into it. And I was like, oh, they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was fine. Like, I don't know. Like, I have literally zero notes. That's all. I, I, am not even going to talk about it at all. i just like, it was fine. Whatever. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then I watched a, a universal pick because uh, I realized I haven't hit any universals uh like i i've been trying to like whittle away at universal and horror which i did i got one of each this month um but i watched the old dark house um have you seen the old dark house shirt
1: uh yeah years ago yeah i call this the early days of uh creeping
0: yeah
2: i call this alcoholism horror Mm -hmm. because
1: uh it's all about how
2: alcoholism drives men to insanity kind of and i was like okay okay cool uh, Did you feel seen kind of kind of this movie starts with a really weird disclaimer on uh boris karloff uh, and it's just like this film was filmed before the release of frankenstein any like any like inferences made between karloff's character and frankenstein in this are just a credit to his uh acting range and i was like what is this disclaimer for i was like
1: it was really bizarre. This isn't part of the aura of the cinematic universe.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I was so really whatever. like... yeah. Yeah, I was... I was so weirded out by that. Uh, this one has what I would call not, it doesn't hit it, but like mother type house guests, like Darren Aronofsky's mother, where it's people just invading in a home and making themselves at home in uncomfortable ways. Cause it's like all these people just show up to these guys house and they're like, ah, we can't, uh, the river's washed up. We got to stay here. And it's like, hey, listen here, man, you got any meat for me? <laughs> and then like, they're just like doing <laughs> stuff. that. That's, a,
1: that's such a thirties thing. Dudes like weaseling insane. You got any, uh, it's like you got any supper? What, you got any lamb chops? Yeah. You got a
2: stew so, going? Any? You, you got any gravy for this meat? It's a little dry. So there's stuff like that. One of those guys, like, so one of the guys is the comedic relief. He's a real piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And then there's a fat guy that gets in, introduced, and his name is Porterhouse.
0: Because
2: <laughs> he's fat. I, I thought that was incredible. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, uh, it's your run right of the mill like kind of thing these strangers in a house weird stuff's going on but like they're the people who like crashed these people's house so I, I thought they were kind of at fault it's got it's got a couple cool scenes and a couple stuntmen get tossed in this so you know i'm all for that and mm-hmm. i was like that's cool that's cool but old dark house uh, it's not bad if you're in the mood for 30s black and white am i you can watch uh-huh. what about uh 90s monster matches because i can tell you about mosquito real quick Ooh, tell me about mosquito i've never seen it no i think you would probably enjoy mosquito i think you would enjoy it more if like uh if you're on the couch with uh Corey and uh lawrence and you guys threw on mosquito mm-hmm. mosquito it's it's definitely like a camp like a really campy movie but uh they they play it straight like they're they're taking it seriously and like or they commit to it and i was like i I kind of admire them for that so it's an alien ship lands some mosquitoes eat drink the alien blood and now the mosquitoes are the sizes of like dogs and they're going around sucking people dry and i was like that's cool i was like that's all you need uh the mosquito practical effects i actually thought were pretty cool they made like a a couple of these giant mosquitoes and they fly them around Mm -hmm. and then when they eat people it's like you know like like all of the stuff inside you gets drained out and then it's just skin on uh like bone And i thought that was cool too you got a, you get a really huge fat guy uh with like long hair and he wields a chainsaw at some points uh, i'm gonna send you a picture of this guy because i think this guy's right up your alley oh i i saw him and like he's not a huge fat guy kind of but uh, i was like I was like, he's a bigger guy and he's played off as like the tough guy, but he's just a big dude with like a mullet kind of. And I was like, this guy's cool. I was like, I, I like this guy. Um, but the, the peak of this movie was a, a couple having sex in a tent and they roll over onto some hot dogs that were prepared on a plate. And then they just kind of keep doing it there. And I was like, okay. And then a mosquito comes in and punk- punctures the guy in the ass. And then I was like, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> mosquito is okay. Is what what I would say. All right. Okay. Mosquito is okay. It's an okay little little movie. It's an okay show. Yeah.
1: So uh, what about you? Do you watch any movies or? Oh, what didn't I watch? RJ, have you ever heard of the film The Ranger? I have, but I don't remember why. From Twenty. Well, it's on Shutter. It's probably been oh, okay. floating on there forever. It's from 2018, directed by Jen yeah. Wexler. Uh, I think this is her first feature film, which I don't know if I've. I know that noted. name too for some reason. I'm going to no, I don't. Right First feature. I think it's important to keep track of these things. Sure. In the grand sure. scheme of all of reality. So anyway, so The Ranger is a slasher film. It mm-hmm. uh, opens up with this young girl, and she's being consoled by this park ranger guy uh, who we will become more familiar with. Uh, he's played by this guy that looks like Rob Riggle. Like, okay. Yeah, I know him, Rob Riggle. Yeah, you know that guy. I think yeah, I, mean, sure. I think the guy in this is named Jeremy Holm, but...
2: He does kind of look like Rob Riggle. Yeah. I, I'm seeing who you're talking about. He does kind of look yeah. like Rob Riggle.
1: So, I mean, it's yeah. like maybe Rob Riggle's busy, and we got Jeremy Holm as the Ranger. The Ranger is crazy. Is this a
2: poster really out of sync? Because it's like a punk guy. Yeah, like
1: that. Well, well, you'll see. Or is that what wow. the movie... That, that, it's about... Well, it's like Green Room versus... Like, maniac like, cop, uh, r- the ranger.
2: okay. Yeah, a uh, park gotcha. ranger,
1: maniac cop who takes his job very seriously. He's not a zombie yeah. man or anything like that. He is just a... Um, he's not a Frankenstein or anything. He's just a guy who takes uh, his job very seriously. He doesn't, like, um, misbehaving and... Who does? He's strict. But, of course, uh, so this, this little girl, something's happened to her father, and this ranger was, like, arrested alongside that, seemingly. Yeah. We had a time jump. Now she's a punk, hanging out with punk friends. And uh, there's an altercation back in the city. Uh, a cop Ooh. is stabbed by one of the punks and almost killed by this girl. But she lets this cop live. They flee. They leave the city. She's like, well, I got a, a family cabin we could go to and hide out. Uh, let the heat cool off. So Ooh. they do that. And then it turns out that the the ranger... Still at live, and he remembers <gasps> her. What? And then more the secrets of what like Rangerdom come about. Can you believe of it? Rangerdom? I can't believe it. Oh. I can't believe it so much. It it's blowing my mind, Jared. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the Ranger starts killing people horribly. Yeah. Uh, there's two like uh, gay punk guys. They they get it real bad because that's how movies operate. Sadly. Do they get the mosquito treatment like sex on hot dogs? And oh, all like kinds, all, all, all kinds of uh, uh, horrible things befall them. Gotcha. Uh, I didn't like this. I have seen like some people apparently did, just hated the characters, like they hated the punk characters. They found them annoying, and so they didn't. Then care they about should anything. root for their death. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't feel I didn't feel strongly about them one way or another. They they were, they were yeah. just characters along for the ride. Uh, Larry Fessenden shows up in this at some point. What, what doesn't he show up? Well, in? he shows up here. He shows okay. up here. Um, I don't know. Not much to recommend. Good. It's good. It's very formulaic. It might work mm-hmm. for you. It seems like uh, some people give it like a three stars here or there. But is this a Shutter original? I think they. I'm not sure if it is. They might have picked it up after the oh, fire. Okay. Yeah, it was a glass eye picks, so that's the Fessenden factor, and Hood mm-hmm. River Entertainment, so I think it was, it came, they came late to the party. Yeah. Borderline oh, Shudder original. Borderline. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, one sec, I have to go to the washroom now. <laughs> I, 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 sh- I should have gone, but I did not. And wow. I, and now the moment is struck. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, RJ, you know what one of the the surprises of the month was for me? four Texas Chainsaw Massacre from no. 2022 directed no, by wasn't. David Blue Garcia No it wasn't come it, on It was this this movie it has a 2 on letterboxed okay a 2 out of 138,000 reviews of people have logged this 138 Thousand the movies that we watch every week for the podcast proper. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like nine hundred, maybe like a couple thousand. It, mm-hmm. it, it's it jumps up and down. But this has a hundred and thirty eight thousand people who wanted to check out. What what's what's Sally been up to? And
2: what has she been up to?
1: Uh that's like neither here nor there. But oh, okay. So I put this on because I was just like, I need something to put on while I'm yep. again working on minis. And uh, it starts, and like I don't know, I keep it keeps getting my attention, and I'm like, what what's going on with this movie? It's like this doesn't seem that bad. So this mm-hmm. is also part of the Fede verse. You know about the Fediverse? verse?
2: Uh, are you saying anti villain? Is that what well, Motherface is now?
1: No, what it, well, it is definitely said in the. Um, the aesthetics of it. So David Blue Garcia oh, okay. worked, worked, actually directed this, but I believe that uh, Fede uh, Alvarez wrote wrote this film and also produced it. He's a co writer on the movie. Oh, so he was involved. Um, yeah, and I guess like this movie has just been dumped on for yeah. I don't know. I I didn't even realize it just came out this year. Uh,
2: I thought I did think the one uh, poster was really funny, like uh, the Netflix one where it's just like the field of like uh, flowers. And then it's just like the little leather face head where it's just his eyes kind of poking mm -hmm. up. I was like, I was like, that's so cute. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that's that's adorable. I love that.
1: Yeah. So this movie uh, amongst its stars, it also stars uh, Sarah Yarkin, who um, Uh, I I don't know who doesn't know her. Well, I don't know. Have you watched Happy Death Day 2?
2: uh yeah i did
1: okay she's that she's in that oh okay she's she's really curly hair
2: yeah it also stars uh the ninth grade or eighth grade girl
1: is that uh Elsie I, fisher I,
2: yeah and she's in a, a movie i was gonna check out this month uh my best friend's exorcism which is uh grady hendrix i think what the fuck who wrote that book. Some dude wrote that book that I, I've read some of his other stuff and I was like, Yeah, he's
1: cool. Well, also has, yeah, Mark, Grady Hendricks, Mark Burnham, who uh been in such films as Wrong, Wrong Cops, Reality. So he's uh, he's working and then he he's takes, making waves, is what you're saying. Yeah, he's working with uh, Quentin Dupuis and he went, You know what? I'm ready, I'm ready to, 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 to be Leatherface.
2: Who isn't, you yeah. know?
1: So this is a sequel. This, this is like a sequel to the original movie. Like a full sequel? Yeah. I, it kind of skips over um, the idea that there were other sequels. It's just kind of like, no, this is the first real sequel. Hmm. Um, the idea that Sally's out there. But she it's kind of like the Jamie Lee Curtis is out there still looking for Michael Myers long after the fact. Oh, I and see. And so now she's old. Now she's old Ooh. Sally. That's like not a great part of the movie, I would say. But I don't know. I was along with this uh, silliness where a bunch of uh, urbanites uh, they're going to gentrify a small Texas town. turn into like a like they're they're influencers, and then they're going down to the down to the Texas. And they they mm-hmm. want turn around. They were, they have a run in with this like you know you know, oh this real asshole Texas guy who like you know coal, uh was it coal rolling, bl- 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 blasting uh, fumes out of the back of his truck, mm-hmm. and the good uh, stuff. Good stuff and and you know it's all there. All the trappings of Texas being like oh man it's real southern hospitality types. They're gonna get you. But then it's like, at the same time, this movie also is like, well, actually, they just live here. And it's these these, these urban pe- folk, you know, the, the, the these liberals come into mm-hmm. town who are they're trying to <laughs> ruin our way of life, <laughs> which is fascinating. Uh, you don't usually get that perspective. Well, I mean, not not so bluntly, yeah. I think. But it, it, it like, it wavers kind of back and forth between it. Yeah, because uh, eventually they realized we were wrong, <laughs> and uh, but also it's like sometimes you do want a person who's got a gun, but it doesn't matter when you're up against Leatherface who's also superhuman, because that's how movies scale up. You is just, he superhuman now? Well, he's superhuman now. He's not just like a big dude, uh, like it, smashing people. Define his powers. like he, just, he, he can't just, be hurt. Yeah, he seems pretty invulnerable. Uh, yeah. So what happens is they've been hiding out for years. Yeah. Uh, then now they've been caught and as they're being arrested and being taken away, um, because, actually it's because they will, they they're refusing to move out of the house that they've, that's been bought out from under them. Uh, uh so they're getting evicted. Yeah. yeah and then, uh, leather, his mom dies of like a, of a heart attack. And this, yeah. and so he goes into full Leatherface mode and he just starts like murdering people. Like, it's cool. Very, uh, what do you call it? Um, Contrived but awesome. People like he just like he's a master. He's like John Wick, Leatherface. He's the John Wick of chainsaws. Is that what you're saying? Not even like if anything, he'll 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 just use a, he'll break his mitts. he'll break your wrist and then stab you with the wrist bone.
2: I mean, that's not unlike. Have you ever seen Hook, the uh, Spielberg film?
1: Uh, I have. I don't recall. Kinda... I don't recall that scene.
2: Well, You don't remember the boo boo box? Because that's exactly what happened
1: with oh, the boo boo box. Uh, they just, as Rufio breaks someone's uh, wrist, jams it to Dustin Hoffman's throat. He goes, BANGERANG! <laughs> he bang a shmee.
2: Don't you remember? That's he says, cool. I'll show you a shmee. Yeah.
1: <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. BANGERANG. G- guts him.
2: Yeah, that's that's the true intent oh, of that film. Oh, I see. Not all that weird stuff people talk about.
1: So, anyways. Yeah. Um,. So, Leatherface is on the loose, uh, and he's gonna start. He starts killing folk, uh, yeah. violently. And I don't know, like that's all this movie is. Who gives a shit? I mean, Texas Chainsaw sure. Massacre is a, an all-time banger classic. It's an absolute perfection. And then there's a whole bunch of sequels to it, and uh, they, they all vary in quality. The, most of them yeah. have been bad, but this one's like I don't know, just as good as any of them. <laughs> and uh it yeah. looks fine it's competent i i don't know people hate this movie i don't get it i i thought this, like this was like a this might even teeter into like uh three star range in, for, in terms of purely like i was entertained it, i mm-hmm. i i stopped i put down my uh my scaven rat painting them and started watching the movie and i was like oh, yeah mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down with this this is this is so fun so this is one of those eh yes it's, it's a it's an entertaining movie it's it's not great but I, I don't know. This is where I'm like, man, if I follow all the people who uh dump on this, one star is all aboard. I'm like, I would never watch this, but it's, yeah. I, it's a good thing I was just kind of aimlessly looking for something to watch and I went, This is it, this is the ticket. And yeah. it didn't impress. And it was. Yeah. Uh
2: have you have you seen any of the other newer ones, like from two thousand
1: on? Well, I watched Leatherface. Yeah, but the, like, so there's the 2003 the, 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 Texas the, the Michael Chainsaw. The Michael Bay produced ones, like where it yeah. was Platinum Dunes. I yeah. did watch the first one. The that, one with Jessica Biel? Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. That sucked. And I, but I never did watch uh, In the Beginning or whatever it's called. The, the. Yeah. Beginning. Yeah, I'm not, I have not gotten around to those. And I haven't seen the 2013 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Chainsaw 3D? Yeah, that's the one. Because well, because yeah. L L uh, Emery's in the was it R Lee Emery? He's he's in the beginning, yeah, only the beginning. He's not in the. Uh, I
2: haven't seen the three D one, but he's oh, definitely no. in the beginning, and he's in Texas. maybe.
1: He might have been in Texas Chainsaw oh, Massacre.
2: He, he's in that one too. Yeah, yeah. He's that. in so he's in those two, but yes. not three D. Yeah. Okay,
1: that's a yeah. That tells you maybe a little bit. So I'm like I'm two away from completing the set. I finished Candyman this week too. So, we watched half an hour of candy or uh,
2: forty to fifty minutes of Candyman,
1: uh-huh. and
2: I I I didn't finish it because Andra might want to finish it, but I think she also might not care if I finish it. So I don't know. I I have like half an hour left of that movie. is okay. what I'm what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah. So Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Just watch movies because you want to watch them, and uh, sure. Maybe you'll sure. feel differently about it. I, 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 I could see someone not liking this at all, though. I could understand it. But I, for me, mm-hmm. at this t- moment in time, I was like, yeah, that was all right. And if I rewatch this movie, I'm sure it'll be horrendous. But uh, this time about, I was like, is this like no worse or anything than.
2: Well, that's what it's all about, m- isn't it, Jer?
1: Most things. Well, speaking of things that aren't very good. Yeah. Three from Hell.
2: Oh, yes. Tell me about your trip to to Mexico.
1: Man, it just goes <laughs> on, and on. This movie's yeah, this is two movies. This is a tale of two movies. Yes, it is. I don't yeah. like, like this feels so after the fact. I don't know. It feels like Devil's Rejects was such a good way of going out. That's like going out on, yeah. on a high note. But now we got fucking Richard Brake in our life and now, no. and now we have to be, like hey, he's, he's my Bill Moseley, RJ. I,
2: I I understand that completely. I do, yeah. Because uh, I don't know, like Richard Brake is good in some stuff, yeah. but I could see him being super annoying for uh, people. Yeah. I think the biggest thing about Through From Hell is there's no Sid Haig,
1: and it is well there there is, and he's like well, dying. But,
2: I, and I think that's worse almost, like because I know it's like his last movie, and they they were like let's throw you in here, but like it doesn't he look like real bad he doesn't, and you're just sound, like, he doesn't
1: sound like himself or like he doesn't sound like the character yeah.
2: yeah and you're kind of like I almost wish they left him out of this because I think he died like on set is how it seems mm-hmm. but uh that's a I think that's the biggest knock against this I was like I wish Sid Haig was here and he's not and uh now we got Tom Papa and uh <laughs> Richard Brake <laughs> It was my mind that Tom Papa's in all this Rob, Rob Zombie stuff. That's that dude who's friends with Jerry Seinfeld. He's like a comedian. Yeah. Anyways.
1: Anyways. So are you stoked for Monsters because of Three from Hell? Ugh, if it was free to stream, because I'm already paying for the service, sure. Mm-hmm. I've watched Monsters. I'm not going to pay seven dollars to watch it. No, who would? But it does seem like some people like it more than uh, that trailer would have uh, led us to believe. Three from
2: Hell or Monsters? Monsters. Yeah, some people gave it okay ratings, but yeah.
1: sometimes people are wrong. Exactly. You know? The internet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Three from Hell. Uh, what, what's there even to say about this? Yeah. So the first half is they're in jail, and it's like, how are they going to get out of jail? And then they do, and there's some, I don't know. The, I guess there's a element of the. The Firefly, or the, whatever you call them, the Firefly, fam, the family, the Spalding. Yeah, whatever, whatever, do they have a name? Like, well, they- no.
2: Uh, Sid Haig was Captain Spalding. Yeah. But they were the Firefly.
1: Well, there's family. drift, but it's Otis Driftwood, Baby Firefly, Captain Spalding, and then they meet up with Winslow, with the Werewolf, oh, Wolfman, whatever it is, because uh, he's like I he's, he's my stepbrother, and then you get like just like the. The unpleasantness of the of these movies, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, there's this person who just like gets their face sliced off, and they're like tied to a tree, and they get to look at their f- f- like sliced off face across from them, and it's just like a nothing. And you're like, and the movie moves right past it, never follows up. It's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. that woman's face got sliced off. It's Rob Zombie, baby. And you get lines where you know uh, Bill Mosley goes, or is it? Richard Break one of the, one the two of them well wow, we don't get any fuck doodle dos but we do get like oh I got a piece of, 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 of skull in my oh yeah, yeah. and it's then probably, and, yeah, and then you get luchador people which is like oh fuck this brings back memories of that super el-bisto thing yeah which is oh El, yeah el-super-bisto that is still just like I, I stopped watching it after a couple minutes I was like this fuck it sucks it's it's ugly and yeah i think the writing's horrible it's not funny i'm like i'm not watching this do you, uh, so do when you think Chris, el super beasto is in monsters possibly you never know with robert robert zombo yeah you get clint howard yeah. as a clown you do you do uh, i mean
2: i'll never turn down clint howard
1: yeah you get all kinds of types that are still like your danny trejo shows up for a, yeah. a hot second I don't know what Jeff Daniel Phillips is all about. He's the guy who plays the warden.
2: Jeff Daniel Phillips? Yeah. Why in, would he do that? He's in
1: Zodiac, American Pickle. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, I know this A guy. whole bunch of Rob Zombie movies. That yeah. Satanic Panic movie that I thought I might have seen, but apparently I haven't. I I watched that movie. I thought it was real ass. Satanic Panic? Yeah. Are you talking
2: about the one that's yeah, from a couple p- years ago? Pizza delivery, yes.
1: Now I, That's yeah. why it's familiar. You've talked about it.
2: Yeah, I thought it was real ass, but uh, I, I find I'm also, like, I don't know. Like, it's it's kind of a blend of horror comedy, but they, like, I don't think they get the balance right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I didn't like that movie. It's on Shudder. You could check it out.
1: Yeah. Well, like, Three from Hell, which was also on Shudder. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, that's a, yeah, I don't know. Bob Zombie, he needs to... uh. I don't know what he needs to do. He's just—he's just gonna keep doing what he's gonna do. And this was also—I will note—fan voted on the Discord. The, the, the Criterion Creeps Discord, uh, but what I should watch that particular night? Yeah, it,
2: I I, I got a level with you. I think I hit the. I, I voted maybe twice, if that's allowed.
1: Uh, well, I uh, there's no well, no you can only vote once actually. So you okay. def- And you voted for three from hell. So thanks a lot. Can you see? Can you see what people vote for?
2: Can yeah. Anybody see what anyone votes for? I
1: mean, I can. I can see oh. the votes.
2: I feel like I, we don't have access to that. But yeah, I did definitely vote for that because I was like, yeah, Jared
1: should watch that fucking movie. I was thinking about it. Okay. I was thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh and then I followed that up with Witch Hammer, which was the Sam Sanchez pick of the month, I guess. Arguably. Uh this isn't yeah. a horror movie though. No. This, this is a it's about witch hunting and like witches and you and know the inquisition. Of it. But it's about yeah, it's this is a drama. So uh not, not what I was expecting. Not what, Pos- I, not what I was not what I was posters really cool. Yeah, it is. Uh not what I was looking for, so I don't, I don't think I was in the fair state of mind to watch it. as I was like, this isn't a fucking horror movie, and it seems really, really long. And there's better Witch Hunter movies, like Witch Hunter General.
2: That one's pretty good. That one's the best. Yeah, that one's pretty good.
1: Uh, how about Trick or Treat, the 1982 version? Do you mean Trick or Treat? Sorry, Trick or Treats. Yeah. This is the one that's got the little bag on it, the little yep. trick-or-treats bag. It's a cool uh, little poster. This has got uh, one of those like all-time super annoying children in it.
2: Oh, one of your favorite things. Yeah, eh?
1: he's like an aspiring little wizard, like a little uh, wizard, he's a little magician. Mm-hmm. He likes to do tricks on his babysitter. Um, the movie opens up with this very long extended scene that's like kind of a flashback uh, where a man is being committed... <laughs> to like an insane asylum by his wife who just wants to get him out of the picture and it goes on and mm-hmm. on and on and then they get him out of the picture and he's gone and then she remarries this like uh, David Carradine mm-hmm. and, and they're weird and sleazy and uh, they have a kid and they got a babysitter she's an actress who's got like this boyfriend there's this like ongoing gag where her boyfriend is like in a Shakespeare production I think maybe of, like Othello or something uh, anyway, but then the 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 former husband, who was off in the insane asylum, he breaks out and is making his way back. There's a whole lot of jokes, RJ, about him being dressed as a woman in disguise. People try to like have sex with him. Mm. So that's great. And then he shows up, and then he starts. Oh yeah, uh, Paul Bartel shows up in this for a second. Is he good? Uh, I mean, he's a, he's just like in it for. Thirty-five seconds or something—a very little amount of time. As a homeless man who, t- who who gets robbed and his clothes are stolen, and then this guy makes it back to the house, and then he proceeds to try killing people, slitting throats, that kind of business.
2: Sure, sure. Who hasn't, right? Yeah.
1: But there's oh, this this is like kind of that horror and comedy thing, and it doesn't work. It's uh this movie really drags to its uh, conclusion after ninety-one minutes. Also should be noted on Tube.
0: Oh
2: man, there's some good tubes out there. There's eh?
1: some good tubes. But RJ, what about you? You watch anything this week?
2: No. No. Jared, what do you know about movies
1: that are bad? Ooh uh I feel like we've talked a lot about them tonight. hmm They're not good they're not good. They're they're not good.
2: What do you know about major releases of movies that are bad? Uh, it happens all the time. Happens all the time. I um, I know some people are uh, really into certain movies and things like that. And then I watch movies and I go, what <laughs> is going on with the world? <laughs> and that's what I felt like when I watched Malignant oh, yeah. a while ago. Yes. I was about 10 minutes into this and I was just like, is this fucking movie for serious right now? I was like, is this, is this real? (laughs) Is this, is this really what is fucking going on? And like before everyone's like, Oh, it's supposed to be like that. I know, I know full well what this movie is doing. (laughs) I know full well what James Wan is doing. And I, I mean, I do have to applaud him for making a movie that was like this wide scale release that is kind of like, it's kind of like schlocky giallo with like bad acting and like bad lighting and stuff like that, like intentionally. So it's how I, uh, how I took this in. So
1: I was one, like, this movie is intentionally doing this. Is one of the things I remember is like the, like the house makes no sense.
2: The house doesn't make, yeah, the, the house doesn't make sense. And like, and that's what I mean. It's all very intentional. So I do admire yeah. them for this. The acting is bad, which I think is intentional. Ah, uh My
1: favorite. <laughs>
2: Yes, um, the like the like the way they film stuff and the lighting is not good. Like when the, I don't know if that's intentional, but I I actually think that that is something that hurts this movie. It doesn't look good, but uh, there is like a lot of stuff. Like there are plot holes in this too, which I think is intentional. Like there's things that just like don't make sense. You're like, wait a minute, how did this get here? And th- like they kind of cut around that stuff. So the way I saw this was there they were making like a seventies Giallo movie that has these things that like those movies weren't trying to do, but they really lean into it in this. And that, that was my viewing of malignant. Um, and I, I don't know what to think about this movie, man. Like I, I do think it's bad, uh, like genuinely. Really? Bad. Yeah, I do. Uh, like I can, and it's like I said, I do admire them for doing this. Uh, but, uh, I was watching it, and I was just like, are you? Like, I couldn't fucking believe it. I was like, is this a real movie? I was like, is this honestly happening right now? It was blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. It's blowing my mind, Jared. And I don't even know what else to say about it other than, like, because I don't want to give away anything or anything like that, but I don't know, dude. I think this movie's bad. <laughs> Genuinely bad, and I don't know how else to frame it. Do you want to
1: talk about Malignant at all? Well, I mean, I've watched it a while ago now. You did. You did. So, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of yeah. this movie um, upon watching it. I never wrote any notes about it either, but um, it's just, yeah, it yeah. just, what do you call this it's, thing? It's
2: super dumb. It's, it's, it's really dumb. Yeah. I don't know. But it was a, a smash hit. Well, I and, mean, like, that's the thing. Like, I I can see why people are really into it, but I'm like, you shouldn't be.
1: <laughs> how, how do you feel about backwards people?
2: Well, one thing I didn't like in, like, you're talking about the backwards man from Freddy Got Fingered, right? Yeah. So, like, in this movie, like, when the anatomy does go back, like, superpowers become a thing of that. Like, they can do, like, things that other humans can't, like they and they make note of it like backwards man flips like a bed thing and then frontwards man is like well backwards man can do it i can do it and it's like that's not how like stuff works and i was like because they're backwards they're stronger now i'm like i don't know but that's the thing it's like they <clears throat> that's overthinking it you're not supposed to do that you're supposed to just buckle up for the ride of malignant i don't know dude i thought this movie was so fucking stupid yeah <laughs> It was so dumb. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) What's it about? There's a lady and she's pregnant and her husband's an abusive piece of shit.
0: Right.
2: And uh, he shows up dead one day and then she starts thinking that she's maybe not alone, like that the killer is lingering around. And then she starts having visions where she's kind of in the place of other people who are getting murdered and they're getting linked back to this Psychiatric facility or this medical hospital or something, and she may also be implicated in there in the past because she was actually adopted. And then you go, oh, is she the person? Was she? Did she know this person that is doing it? And you see this other person. It's a it's a different person. and You go, oh wow, oh wow, that's a different person. Uh, and uh, so, but a lot of people start dying, and then a lot of the Fingers start getting pointed back in her direction, kind of. Mm -hmm. Because of her past. Yeah. And that's what Malignant is about, Jared. Mm -hmm. Without saying too much. I don't know. This movie's stupid.
1: (laughs) You know what I mean, Vern? Mm hmm.
2: All right. So here's some other movies. Unless you have something else to say about Malignant. No,
1: no. I I don't. Yeah. I I didn't like it. And I've moved on. so hellraiser
2: 3 jared yeah uh hellraiser 3 is a good 90s horror movie it's not a great hellraiser movie yeah i think is the best way to describe it um it's got hellraiser stuff in it it's definitely out of the sequels i've seen so far it's the one that has withholds the most hellraiser stuff but it does just seem like some of it comes like uh it's misplaced like i don't think they get uh the priest right and like the intent of what the cenobites are supposed to be about because this one's more about like uh this one's the cenobites or they want to be out and they want to be loose in the world and i was like mm, maybe maybe so uh hellraiser three you got um a lady she's a reporter she's in the hospital doing something and then she sees uh, a body get brought in and then the body gets ri- chains emerge from the body and then the body gets ripped to shreds in the hospital and she goes did anyone else just see that and then so she starts investigating it on her own and uh you know who the late you know who the lead of hellraiser 3 is
1: i don't remember
2: jad uh, jadzia dax
1: Uh from ds9
2: terry uh, farrell 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 yeah Terry Farrell. Yeah. So Dax is the lead of Hellraiser three, which was I, I was like, Ooh, cool. So she's doing that. And then on the flip side, there's this like club owner and he's really sleazy and he buys the, uh, the totem thing mm-hmm. from at the end of Hellraiser two. Yep. It's got, uh, the priest in it. I know everyone calls him pinhead, but he's really supposed to be called the priest Jarrett. <laughs> um, so he's in there and, uh, he's kind of like getting unleashed and stuff like that. So like, that's cool. But, uh, yeah, so my, my biggest thing with this is it doesn't it doesn't feel like doesn't totally feel like hellraiser where I think hellraiser was more about uh, other things this is kind of more like here's some fun cool ideas and I, I I like that too this one also has the introduction of I think my two absolute favorite cenobites uh cd cenobite mm-hmm. wh- who is just the coolest like that, that guy is so cool i I would hang out with that guy uh and cigarette cenobite right which I also thought was just incredible I'll send you a picture of cigarette cenobite if in case you don't remember okay uh, but I, I like cigarette Cenobites. so anyways Hellraiser 3 is uh, it's pretty good I like uh, Hellraiser one's incredible Hellraiser 2 is pretty good Hellraiser 3 is a decent 90s horror movie but mm-hmm. not super Hellraiser-y. and then I think from there uh, you're on your own you know what I mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're kind of floating on your own. <laughs> which is too bad. But any uh, any thoughts on Hellraiser 3 or I can uh, I can rattle through
1: a couple you, here. Too. You might as well just rattle off the I mean I didn't realize that you were going to be indulging in the the Hellraiser franchise. It wasn't planned. And now you're just it's happening. It's puppet master all over again. Do do you want me to talk about Hellraiser right yeah, now? Yeah, might, might as well. So okay. the one thing I'll note that when I did my uh, Hellraiser deep dive, it was yeah. at the beginning of the very Criterion Creeps podcast. It was September, September of 2016. I was watching all of them back to back. We watched, yeah. uh, it was around uh, Hard Boiled and The Killer uh, yeah. that we watched. I was watching them.
2: I remember that. I remember that. That was before I was a Hellraiser man myself, before I got into uh, the Barkerverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah I watched that and then uh, just like this weekend I started watching theirs because I kind of ran out of movies that I could watch on my own like some of the movies left on my list I'm like Andrea might like these so I kind of but like you know what I know she won't like
0: Mm.
2: Hellraiser Bloodlines and Hellraiser Inferno and Hellraiser Hellseeker (laughs) yeah I was like I'm pretty confident she's not going to like those movies so I watched uh, Bloodlines which is Hellraiser 4 and this is the one that bounces around space and time yes so they, it starts in and space.
0: Adam
2: and Scott. Adam Scott. Yeah, he's in it. He's not bad. Uh, they start in space. And I the only problem I have with the space razor, I, like I didn't mind that they were in space, but they're not futuristic enough. Like the people on the spaceship are just walking around carrying like actual guns. And like, I don't know. I, I was just like, this seems too 80s. And it's not this movie wasn't even made in the 80s. But they're supposed to be in 2122 or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I was like, this movie's not really buying, selling me on that. But, anyways, you get interest, introduced to a guy, and he's like, My family's cursed, and it all started hundreds of years ago, or like a thousand years ago. Uh, so, you get the origin of the, Lamonts, the Lamont Marchand, configuration. Yeah. yeah. It, they Le, they call it. A, sometimes Marsh. they use the actual like French name, and sometimes they just say Lamont, yeah. but the puzzle box, yeah. essentially. Yeah and this starts a trend in these three movies, which I don't like where the puzzle box is too easy to open yeah.
1: because I, you just I touch really, it and you're like, Oh you shit. Touch,
2: yeah. You touch it. And then it opens, which I thought was kind of dumb because I really liked in the first one, like when the Frank guy is doing it, he's like Frank. super sweaty and he's like in a room for like days, like opening it up. Cause Clive Barker's really into puzzles. When I read books of blood in the summer, he has like two other stories about like puzzle stuff. Like, uh, like he had one where it's like a knot thing where you like he was loosening knots and that let out demons and he just loves puzzles. So I was kind of like, oh, they really downgraded the puzzle box thing. I was like, that's kind of bad. But you go to Victorian era, you get Adam Scott and then you get like some guy with white face paint with a wig and uh, they're like, we're going to open a portal to hell and capture a demon. We just need to skin a person first. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Yep. So they uh, skin like a, a sex worker, I think, and then uh They open up a portal. The demon goes into the skin. They trap him in there. And then the box is kind of like it. it, I was kind of fuzzy on like why they said they needed the box at all, because they got the demon. But the box is kind of like the the shortcut, like like a doorway, I guess. But they got a demon and then they use her for some things. Puzzle box guy gets got and uh, but his bloodline lives on bloodlines. Uh, and then we cut to, like, 90s. So we have a couple time frames. And it's a new air. Uh, and lady girlfriend comes for him because uh, he's the puzzle maker. And he created the box that opened it. So, he, like, they think that his bloodline could create the box that closes the portal to hell also. So he's in the 90s. And he's doing stuff on, like, Microsoft Office and uh, creating, like... Puzzles in that form, and they don't like that, so they try to get them, but they don't get them again, Jarrett. And then they go to the future one, and that's where uh, we get uh, Pinhead in space. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with that. Uh, I thought Bloodlines was okay. Mm-hmm. This is the Alan Smithy one. Yep. So
1: I don't know who. Like,
0: Craig is it Yag. Known?
1: Yeah, it's, it's right on the. I, I think I noted it in my review. Oh, Craig okay. Yagger uh, Apparently, when you were some of the reviews, I mentioned that like at the time I read it, sounded like. Uh, this got taken away from him. Mm. And uh, it's unfortunate because I, because actually, I think I like bloodlines maybe more than three. Yep. Yeah. Like I, I didn't, I didn't mind bloodlines.
2: Uh, like I think Inferno and Hellseeker, even Inferno and Hellseeker, there's like glimmers of stuff that's okay. But Inferno and Hellseeker are like kind of off on their own. And then this is where I, I feel like the, the road we're going down, but bloodlines, I actually felt like, I was like, this is trying mm-hmm. to be a Hellraiser yeah. movie. And I didn't mind the time jump stuff. I, I was like, that's actually kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. So, Like, I, I hold three and four kind of in the same regard. Sure. I got one up here, and then two just kind of hanging on to one. And then I have three and four kind of on the next tier mm-hmm. is uh my my take on that.
1: Yeah. And, and then the, the producers of Hellraiser go, yo, dog, you ever seen seven?
2: And... And then, like, so Inferno and Hellseeker are so similar to me. Like, (laughs) it's almost like they made Inferno and they're like, let's do it again. Let's just change this guy's character a little bit. And then you go, oh, God. So Inferno is with the detective and uh, he's investigating stuff and he comes across the box. And in this one, he comes across the box and then he this is how Inferno is the one directed by Scott Derrickson. who is uh you know doctor strange that's right uh this one's got new cenobites where they're more fleshy where it's like fleshed over faces and i was kind of like i wonder why they wanted to change the cenobite kind of structure i guess i was like i guess i just felt like it was time for a change Mm -hmm. okay uh so the detective he's trying to track down the case but you know he had a prostitute one night and then she's killed and so he's kind of like, oh man, is are they going to think I did it? So he's trying to retrace his steps, but then he opened the box and, but the, they didn't come out, but now he's being haunted by visions and they're coming after him and his co-workers like John Turturro's brother or John Turturro's cousin or whoever that little guy is that's in the Adam Sandler movies, he's his partner and he. They're not getting along. And Then anyways, it's like a serial killer and it's one of the Cenobites and he has like a flesh over face and he's going around killing people and he's like ripping, like hitting them with whips in their spines or something. And then you're watching this and you're like, I wonder if this is just um, this is going to be a spoiler for the classic movie Hellraiser Inferno from 2000. But you're watching and you go, I wonder if this is just this guy's personal hell. And then it is. And then it is. <laughs> And then they do that again in Hellseeker.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, but anyways, so uh, <laughs> I, I was kind of like, all right, I guess that's where they're taking this now. Uh, but uh, you have, yeah, you have that guy. And there's some stuff that's not bad. But I do think uh, Scott Derrickson does a few things that are a little too, he's trying to be too showy. Like there's a scene where like the dad's head comes in, like the it's the daughter's head sleeping upright. And then the dad's head comes in like from the top, like upside down. I was like, this is way too showy, dude. <laughs> I was like, "You're you're doing Hellraiser 5.
1: Hey, that's bring where it to, down. That, that's where you do that stuff. I know, I know, but because no one's gonna tell you no. Some producer I, I, might like chew your ass out. and Say, "Hey, we're, we're making Hellraiser Five. We're not making uh, Antioni here.
2: <laughs> I, I, this ain't no cryptic plasm, All right, yeah. let's bring it down a notch. What what, what could be? What could be? Well, we'll maybe talk about that by the end of the month. Hopefully. Uh, what was I going to say? So anyways, the, the the true horror of this movie is the fact that this guy is, like, dirty and greasy, and he's crawling around his bedsheets, and he's kissing his family members, and it it really bothered me, man.
1: Yeah, you know, hit dude, the, hit the showers.
2: Well, he, like, he's in the crime scene, and it's just like, they're like, there's blood everywhere, there's semen everywhere. Oh, uh, look at the you viscera. Can't even, you can't even walk through this place without getting a face full of it. And he's like, and he's in there for like two days. And then he comes home and he just starts like literally rubbing his head on his sleeping daughter's head. And he's like, dude, at least like put a wet one on your face or something like clean yourself off gross. (laughs) So that was really gross. And then uh, I watched Hellseeker, which again is just basically like, it's the same thing. It's just, instead of being a detective, he, some guy who works in an office uh this one's really weird because this one has um a really cartoony soundtrack like this like there's it's things that would be like on a sound bar like doo, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and you're just like okay this one has a uh, pinhead as the like the ghost of christmas future kind oh, of boy uh which like i find like really dumb uh it's the same story basically but then at by the end of it you're kind of like this dude just didn't he just wanted a divorce but what happened was he ended up being in an internal hell with with pinhead and you're just like that's a bad call dude you shouldn't have done that i guess but that's a Hellraiser four or three four and five three four five and yeah, six i guess is, uh, how the cookie, how the cookie grumbles all so the cookie crumbles. I'm going to try to do the rest. Um I think I only have I have 7
1: 8 9 10 and I and can't watch 11. Yeah, until it shows up. Oh boy, you got you have uh, hell world to watch.
0: Is that the one on the internet?
1: Yeah. That's nice. uh, that's some digital age horror. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> hell world. Revelation's Judgment. Oh, and yeah, Debtor. I think uh, I think Debtor is better than Hellseeker. seeker i'm looking at my reviews hell seeker i gave one and a half stars inferno oh, nice. i gave two and a half i mean Inferno's not like uh
2: it's not that bad there's some good stuff in it but it is definitely like uh it's where <laughs> for me it's where it's they start veering off and i'm like this feels less like hellraiser than anything you
1: know, a, my review for Hellworld, which you've liked previously it's good I can't remember. It. That's, yeah, that yeah. was what six years ago. oh uh, yeah, September eighth, twenty sixteen.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't quite remember. No,
1: you, it. You, you'll you'll see it again. <laughs> it's just like, yep, uh, that that good. And so that's something to look forward to. Hey, something to look forward to. Yeah, I think if so. On, here's a for Hellraiser Revelations from twenty eleven. Terrible, but outdone by Hellraiser, Hellworld as being the worst in the franchise. It being the fifth worst rated horror film on Letterboxd is greatly overstated. It actually kind of has something to do with the Hellraiser story, but no good at all. High praise, I guess. Is uh, is Hellworld next for me? Is that
2: seven? Or is uh, no, de- de- seven? De- you have or to get through. Okay, so or and then Hellworld. Yeah. Did they come out in the same year? Possibly. Yeah, they
1: both came out in two thousand five. Hell yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. It's always a good thing when direct-to-video sequels get two entries in a single calendar year. That means it's real good. Well, they had so, so many ideas they had to split them across
2: two movies. You know what I mean, Jared? Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I talk about Hellraiser a lot. What do you want to do here? How should we hit some of the major titles? that we want to talk about or i mean
1: there's always next
2: week baby there's always next week i mean i don't i'm not saying we have to stop right now i'm just saying it's almost nine we could go for i could go for like a while longer if you want or if you want to try to get some movies in
1: i I do want to talk about what is, is probably one of my favorite films of the month so far okay why don't you
2: you talk about however many you want uh, and if there are crossovers, oh, I've, I've,
1: I've got one. It's just It's this really one I want to specifically okay. mention. And then there's about we've got four crossover films. That's true.
2: So we have uh, Men, Mad God VHS,
1: and, and Censor.
2: Oh, and Censor. Yeah. Like there's other movies I could talk about, but like, like I don't know, Phantom of the Opera, Hammer film. It was Hammer. It was really rapey. And it's Alfred from Batman in the 90s movies, oh, so I was kind of like... Speaking
1: of rapey, uh, yeah. Frankenstein must be destroyed. Oh, that's the rape Frankenstein Yeah, thing. It's yeah. like, it's so fucking out of nowhere. You're I like, know. You're like, Peter Cushing, what are you doing, buddy?
2: You should have said, no. <laughs> it's so, it's so like, out of uh, character, too. And you're yeah. just like, why is Frankenstein raping people now? It's well, bizarre. Yeah, out
1: of... Like, it's like, he's never done it before, but suddenly he just, like, looked at this one woman and went, yeah... And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, was your re- tra- that's that was trash. Uh, but it's was like, your it's, review Rapenstein? it could have been. I held back. I held back. Yeah. Okay. But not it wasn't yeah, it wasn't too it was kind of too bad because uh the pathos of like the sadness of the uh Frankenstein man at the end mm-hmm. is like pretty strong. But yeah. then it's got that and you're like, Oh that's yeah. unfortunate. Which um, is yeah. Oh, well, I, I did finish up the uh hammer horror dracula films though i finally Ooh. watched the uh, the final installment the the legend of the seven golden vampires how was that um skippable it's yeah. a kung it's a kung fu movie with vampires the The ghouls are cool it ghouls doesn't are, sound skippable well it's skippable you don't need to ever watch it but yeah it, it's on youtube in multiple formats um so that's easy to watch but so i've only i've got two frankensteins to go I think okay. it's like The Horror of Frankenstein, and the it's got a really cool title. i got to look it up. I think I've watched all of those. Uh, I could be wrong. Is it this one? Oh, yeah. Uh, Frankenstein and the Monster from Hell. I think, I think that, I've seen. That's the last th- one.
2: Yeah, I think I've seen all of them. I just I can't quite remember.
1: But, I mean, like I've said before, Hammer, uh, not as good as you'd expect them to be considering they're Reputation, just not as good as you want hope. to be. Yeah. yeah, like you're like, I just wish these were better.
2: Some of them are good, but a lot of them you're kind of like. So yeah, like I watched Phantom of the Opera, and it was it was a movie.
1: Hey, uh, do you want to watch a real Christopher Lee movie this month?
2: If I have time, I would like to. Well, I've, I've, I
1: mean... I've got one for you. This and this was a creep pick. Ooh, which the, one? The Skull. The skull, the skull. I believe the context, uh, I can't remember who it was. Sorry, uh, who brought it up on the discord, but it was saying that it was making comparisons to a uh, devil rides out,
0: hmm.
1: and it's actually got Christopher Lee in it.
2: I just noticed I, uh, I do have it on my list for next year already, so
0: okay.
2: If I can, I'll check it out this year, but yeah. I, uh, I'm just not sure. All right, I'll fuck myself, don't that's all right, that's yep. fine. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep.
1: Uh, but the movie I wanted to mention, uh, mm-hmm. was a real highlight for me this year the bees ah. uh, on to be oh are, which, is, uh, which i've said many times tonight so this movie let's take a look here this movie's got a 2.5 okay people seem to not be they're kind of indifferent to it people who normally like like sort of cool movies aren't on board with this thing i mm-hmm. went in Zero expectation. This this movie is this strange, savage political attack on <laughs> on a uh, uh, just flaccid uh, government administration. Like it's like this is 1978, and this movie seems to be going hard on Jimmy Carter. Is what I'm thinking when I'm watching this. I'm like he's talking about like the incompetence <laughs> of the government to deal with problems. And you're like mm-hmm. like whoa, is this some weird like right wing movie? <laughs> and then like I'm thinking this I mean like well no, it's a movie about killer bees. And and the killer bees are being let loose, and they're like
2: my girl style.
1: Uh, worse, oh, Afri- Africanized killer bees. talk even are talked the about. Worst ones? Yeah, Those just the just, worst just, ones? just like Michael Moore on Bowling for Columbine. So yep. it's stoking fear. Well, not only are these killer bees, because uh, also this movie's got John Carradine, who I've seen in so many movies this month. I don't know. I don't know if it's like four, but it's a lot. Like this month
2: alone? Yeah,
1: but he's also been like... Oh. It feels like I, I keep running into John Carradine. Because uh, he was a big a big uh, guy that showed up. It seemed like in Fred Olin Ray stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean.
1: So... You're in there. He's a German doctor who's helping with the experiments in, in a way to kill the bees. And then they mm-hmm. kill the bees. But some of the bees survive. And they become intellectually superior bees who have a plan And, and so I was watching this and I was like, man, this movie is like some odd politics. And then like, there's literally a bit where it cuts to a shot of a guy playing Jimmy Carter on the phone, congratulating (laughs) the scientist, John Saxon on solving the problem of the bees. And I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Like I wasn't crazy. So this movie seems to be though of like the stance of like the, the government who said that they were going to do more for the environment have failed and mm-hmm. we, we we need to send a message that that Jimmy Carter were watching you
2: and the message
1: is bees the bees the oh, message is okay. the message the bees they're going to get and this movie has this like ending of like oh i guess the the bees of one and now we're going to have to deal with the fucking bees and it's just like they're just bees But they're smart bees uh, this movie mm-hmm. uh, there are some scenes in this that are so fucking awesome i was laughing out loud as uh, people just like fucking go flying out windows to their death, due to bees, and uh, the bees are just getting you. They're like killing kids. They don't care. Bees don't. Bees aren't fucking around. Bees don't care. Nope. The bees yep. don't care. People are doing strange things where they're like paying children to like steal honey, and like they're, okay. they're, yeah, I gotta bake. Oh no, sorry. He, he's pay, this dude on a bench is paying kids to like steal, get bees and put them in like paper bags. And then he bring them yeah. over to him and then he puts them onto his legs so they see if they'll sting him to test out some like, I don't know, ward that he's created, some sort of spray. He's testing it out so he's paying kids to get get bees. And it, it all goes horribly wrong. more so <laughs> and, and then there's more dead people. I love the bees. I'm a bee boy. Yeah,
2: it sounds like it. Yeah. It sounds like it. I I do have it in my watch list. I don't know if I get to it this year, but The Bees does sound pretty cool.
1: I I don't know. I I really enjoyed myself. Oh look at that, mm-hmm. Sam Sanchez, two and a half stars. My to friend. the Bees. To the Bees.
2: He's a bad dude. Do you not know that? Yeah. <laughs> Is that news? I mean,
1: he breaks my heart every time. Yeah. Oh,
2: I know. Some dudes are bad dudes, dude. Uh, that's what I've been saying for years.
1: Bad dude, bad,
2: bad, bad
1: dude. Bad. <laughs> uh, and I'll mention I did watch Leatherface. Uh, and uh, yeah, not so good. This this one's what you expect. A, this one's expect. got. A, I mean, it's so weird though. So this movie definitely deserves the reputation it has. Uh, this is directed by Alexander Bustillo and Julian Mori, the directors of Inside. Remember, oh, okay. in, remember Inside.
2: I, I haven't seen it, but I know oh. that it's a very popular film. Fr-
1: French extreme cinema.
2: I know. That's why I haven't seen it.
1: Yeah. So th- this yeah. is this is one of these movies where it's the, the Frenchmen coming to, I don't know if they're French or Belgian, but coming to America and they make sequel. They make movie. Uh, and then it's Leatherface. This movie could be anything. It, it could have had mm-hmm. nothing to do with it, but uh, this movie also has got um, Stephen Dorff. You know about him? I do know about Stephen Dorff. Hey, you know what this movie has also got? It's got Lily Taylor in it. Oh, yeah? What's she up to? She's she's the mom. She's hanging out? Or? This, this movie's got a fake out about who Leatherface is going to be, if you can believe it. <laughs> um, I can't. Yeah. But, yeah, the movie opens up with a uh, kid's birthday, uh, Jib, and mm-hmm. his his um, initiation is killing a, a drifter, essentially. And yeah. just and grandpa's back and they're all it's like young adventures of the Sawyer family for a little bit, mm-hmm. but then the family gets split up because they kill the wrong young woman who's the daughter of a cop, and they get the family gets all split up and gets put into orphanages, mm-hmm. uh, under new names. And the mama wants her kids back. Damn. There's a jailbreak. There's some homisi- Some um, I don't know you call them badlands couple, but like mm-hmm. crazier. And they just sort of like I don't know. There's some real. Poor decisions in terms of musical choice when you're like massacring people in a diner. It's like very playful and jokey, and you're like, That's not what I'd go for.
0: Yeah.
1: And then people yeah, people get shot. Uh you keep thinking, Oh, maybe this nurse character, she'll be alright. And you're like, No, it's not gonna work out that way. Just no one's alright. People getting shot in the face, getting stitched mm. up. Mm. Yeah. Movie uh overstays its welcome be magic. It, it starts off like you're like this isn't like a badly made movie at all, but yeah, th- from a story standpoint, it's just like this. This is unnecessary. This is yeah. we don't need Leatherface begins. You know what I'm saying?
2: I do. I do.
1: You know what we do
2: need? What do we need? I don't know. Hellraiser begins. Ooh, what is we, the origin? We, we do get that. Haven't we? Yeah, we, got we do actually. That was yeah. in three.
1: Okay. Three was
2: the origin of Pinhead, and then Bloodlines is the origin
1: of the box. So we yeah. we've had that. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've had we've had it all. Maybe I maybe, just, maybe they'll change it again. They probably will. Probably.
2: I was trying to think of something funny. It was like we do need the origins, and then I was looking at some of my list. and I was like, we don't need any of this. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if there was okay, if there was one new movie that we've both seen what would you like to discuss right now what do people need to see before the end of the month i would
2: say one of the shutter ones either mad god or vhs okay because we can talk about men but i don't think we need that that doesn't need to happen before halloween you know what i mean okay I, i mean we can talk about mad god and vhs if you want like i it's like i said i'm not in a rush to get out of here i'm just I, we've been really good at like a three hour mark.
1: And, yeah. uh, well, last week we were over three, but we can, yeah. or we just build up the anticipation because the thing is, the fact is though, next week, we're, are we going to talk endlessly about the movies that we watch. Cause we're going to probably watch uh, a
2: few more. I mean, I, I plan to watch at least one a day until Halloween, yeah. which is another five movies many, at, at
1: least many of them won't need discussing. Um, can no. we just can we just talk about sensor though? Because censor sen- <laughs> sure sen- sensor sucks. Did you Censor is a waste of time.
2: Was there um I don't know why I watched this. I, I think at one point someone uh, that I follow gave it a high rating or something, and I was like, Oh, that's on Shudder, I'll throw it on my Creeptober list. And I'm pretty sure that was me, but was that the same as you?
1: Well, I this is one of those movies that Vinegar Syndrome put out on a new line. And it's like yeah. spine one on whatever that's going to be called. And I never bought it because I'm super suspicious of these attempts by DVD distributors to like discover new movies. And yeah. you don't know what the, how they're related. You're like, are you just putting this movie out because it's someone's like your friends and you all like to have conversations about video nasties. And then you're like, mm-hmm. I got a movie. And you need to go, oh yeah, we'll put it out, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prano, Prano Bailey Bond. Synthsora. This uh, is a movie about I, uh, movies, Jarrett. Uh, as a Welsh director. Um, and this is her probably first feature film, I'm going to guess. Could be wrong. Uh, I don't know, unless I, uh, these look like short uh, films to me. Anyway, sure. this thing falls down so many fucking like mistakes of like i i don't like this story type because it's so easy it feels like everyone has this like oh it's like a psychological thriller it's inside a character's head and, and they're breaking down mm-hmm. and they have this like climax like it's just it's so predictable i feel like there's that one movie um oh what's it called one of the the spider box looking thing possum yeah possum this is just possum again and I'm like, uh, and I feel like there's a lot of sad bastard cinema that are like when they're always like these horrors, repulsion, uh, it goes all the way back to that, which again is a story. I just don't think it, if it's executed well, it could be really good. But like May, it's the same kind of thing to me where yeah. it's like, oh, I've seen this happen. So you better do something really cool with it for once. And they never really do. So Censor is like aimed mm-hmm. at. I guess an audience of horror fans who know what mm-hmm. video nasties are, because I think yep. I don't know if a lot of people know that that was a thing, like outside I, of horror yeah. movie people, or like you know I've talked about it, so you you know about it because I've talked. I about know about it. it. You've probably yeah. seen YouTube videos. Uh I'm sure <laughs> James Rolfe talked about video nasties back when, and at
2: some point probably. Yeah. But, Like yeah, I know about about that, but like I I was thinking about that too, and I was like, oh, I imagine people who don't know just hear the word video nasties and they're probably like does that just mean movies that have bad stuff in them like without all the other implications you know what I mean that, that was what I kind of took from it right a,
1: so yeah. so this movie is about uh, this, this character named Enid uh, who works for the film censor she's the one mm. with her this government team that like they're like film cops uh, they, they watch films. They make notes. They make cuts. Whether or not it passes, they have to make edits, et cetera, et cetera. And they watch movies. And then one day, she watches a movie that's like this is kind of like what happened to me as a kid mm-hmm. when my daughter, my sister, disappeared. What did you say her name was? Enid. How do you know? How did you remember her name? That's the name of uh, Enid Coleslaw from Ghost World.
2: Uh, I uh, I felt like they said her name. Maybe a thousand times
1: it's possible in this movie, like literally. A well, thousand. it's kind of like I mean, if people listen to this podcast, the number of times that you say my name is, is uh, kind of Jared. unsettling. Jarrett, but you, I think you don't do that right now. You say my name more out loud than my name actually gets said out loud any other time at all. Jarrett, exactly. It's for emphasis. Do you know about See, emphasis? Yeah, exactly. Do you know about screenwriting, RJ? Do you
2: understand?
1: metaphors yeah so anyway this mm-hmm. movie with the, with the tagline you can't edit reality can't you you, you you sure you could sure so anyway um she's like well something's up with this tape all well, my parents just sh- happen to show up right as the movie begins to say we're going to say that your daughter do- your sisters died and she's like no you can't do that we can't give up hope." declared dead declared dead yes yeah. Declared dead. and Say it's time. It's like, yeah, we've I've seen this movie a few times too. <laughs> like it's all it's like check, check, check. Uh and then there's this thing like, oh, there's like there's this scummy filmmaker. Maybe he killed her. <laughs> and but how does he know so much? And anyway, uh then there's like a scandal about a man, the amnesia killer, who's like, he had Ooh. a copy of Deranged that you edited and there was a scene where someone ate a face and you didn't cut that out, you're slipping. You're slipping, and then the pressure starts mm-hmm. getting to her, and, and uh, that yeah, I don't know. They uh, then she starts d- digging deeper into this. She's introduced to Michael Smiley's character, who's the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the producer. Uh, he's a real gross dude, but she goes over. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tries to uh, have his way with her. She well, def- the
2: reason she goes over there is because she starts watching. She the producer is like, you have to watch. This movie from this guy, he really wants you to watch it. So she watches it, and the story is very close to what happened to her and her sister, she thinks. Mm -hmm. And the actress in the movie, she thinks she looks like her sister. So she starts getting paranoid. She says, maybe that's my sister. Maybe she was kidnapped and is getting used as an actress in smut films. So then she goes to the producer's house.
1: Yeah, and then kills him.
2: Well, he thinks she's there for some, you know. A
1: Jarrett,
2: Jarrett time is how mm, I would I describe see. that. Yeah. And uh he, she's actually there. She's she's like, no, I'm not here with that. She's like, I just want to know what you're doing with that actress. And he's like he's like you can't be a I think he says uh he uses a phrase there, something tease. He I'm, says you can't be a this tease. Cock Yeah. Yeah. And she says, Frig off man and pushes him over and he dies. And he's and stabbed
1: she, through an award of his yeah. that's very pointy. It's like, oh I've seen this movie. That's I I so much. I've, i everything is just like from something else. And anyway, she starts to unwind. She goes out to a trailer in the middle of nowhere. And then um she gets her makeup done. She joins the, the scene. There's there's like Beast Man, who's like kind of uh like the great collie.
2: Yeah, kind of, yeah.
1: yeah. Anyway, yeah. things happen. Uh she her her grip on reality begins to be edited, she's losing it. Uh, and it's such poor shit because the movie doesn't play fair, and you're just like at the end of it, you're like who cares? It has no ending. It goes into this fake, I don't like even fake out, but you're like oh, it's very much like it's like Brazil, mm-hmm. but again, you're like I don't care. This isn't like who cares? And then it just it just ends, and I'm not sure what you're supposed to feel about any of it. And you're just, I just go what a waste of time, like what a because it's like a really nice looking movie. Um, mm-hmm. like it's got some nice lighting and stuff like that. Uh, Well made, but yeah, the story is just like this is it, huh? What what, what are we going for here?
2: Um, uh, well, you
1: tell me. Fuck it.
2: What would you be going for? I don't know.
1: No? Go go in some direct, Go somewhere with it. Go beyond. Write. Yeah. Like, do some more drafts that's what people like talking about right one of my favorite, my favorite criticisms online is like, this feels like a first draft it's like stop stop saying that
2: I mean there's that one thing I also and I'll, really... then I'll
1: watch this movie and I'll go I have no idea what you're talking about like none I have no idea what uh. you're talking about I know someone someone told you that that was a thing you could say in a, in a, no. in a crit of your of bad writing yeah. and creative but this this just felt like it's all the things that this person likes about movies or whoever wrote it anyway that's something they liked about the movie uh the director wrote it with another person uh yeah and they just like hey and they've actually worked on everything together all their short films they're collaborators and this was like their statement it's like yeah you no know, everyone likes crazy characters that's what's that's those are big movies you know Joker
2: oh yeah. do I know Joker i don't never seen it uh i I know what you mean though like i hate that too and i also hate the literally what the fuck did i just watch it's like no make a make make like uh you know think with your thing
1: yeah with that thing (laughs) up here homer the
2: the thing up here (laughs) me think we flunk English, that's impossible. That's you right. You know what I mean? Yep. Well I'm glad you liked Censor. Uh I mean I'm I'm pretty i I'm with you. Like I did think I did like some of the stuff they were doing with it. I was like, uh I kinda like this I like it's I think it's topical now. I, I think it's always been topical, but this idea that they're, like, blaming the the film editors for what's in the film and then, like, that stuff. I was like, that's a weird kind of way, yeah. road to go down. You know what I mean?
1: And then, then there's this idea, well, they didn't even know that I you didn't even edit it. How did your name come out in the first? It's like, what? Yeah. Like, who cares? But, and, like, that, I was kind of like,
2: I can see why they're maybe doing that because just, like, you know, current things, people get... Uh,
1: um, Thrown under the bus
2: yeah yeah and it's just like this person did this they're that fault and it's just like so i, I kind of like that I, I really like the first five minutes intro where it's just showing clips of other movies nice like do you know what i mean i was like yeah driller killer yeah i was like yeah i i yeah driller killer is okay but uh i, I was just i thought that was neat but yeah I, I'm, I'm more or less with you on uh sensor. by the time it was done i went next 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 so that was the big one you wanted to talk about that's right?
1: it yeah that's the big one oh, I, I will say though it's like well rj you know if you really want to watch something special this year still i mean you could watch mm-hmm. uh rebecca McHendry's masterpiece glorious Jarrett, can you be on
2: you know i don't want to watch that movie it's it's, it's the you best... know i'm not it's, gonna like it,
1: it. It's, it's the best thing she's ever worked on
2: oh kind of like x was Ty West's best? Exactly. And, and like how Pearl is now his new best? Well, I'm not watching that. I'm not going to be bullied by Sam Sanchez into watching that movie either. L-
1: l- let me just say... So, it's not happening. Uh, so her uh, husband, David, worked on the screenplay, as did someone named Joshua Hall. But Todd Rigney also wrote this film. And, and one, that of, one of his credits. His only other credit is the movie Found. I haven't seen that, but it is on Shutter. I know you like it. I, I am. Uh, I don't know. I think you might hate that movie, but I know. Uh, I, I like it. Yes, I liked found the f- one time I've seen it. Uh, this movie's got a lot of problems. It's got kind of a cool idea, but mm-hmm. it also by the end of it you go, "Who cares?" You say. there's cho- do there, care. There's some choices where you go, "Oh, it didn't need that," and then there's yeah. some there's other choices where you go. Ah, uh, why, why are we doing zoom-outs from mm-hmm. Into Space? Oh, fuck off. For, for comedic effect.
2: Fuck off. I'm not watching any more of that ladies' movies. Okay. I'm sure she's a nice enough lady. I got nothing against her personally. But I'm not watching anymore. And I'm not watching Ty West movies anymore either.
1: You heard it here first. I'm done with Ty West. Well, there's a, you gotta finish the trilogy. You gotta watch the next two parts. The Pearl <sighs> the Pearl trilogy.
2: I don't care about old okay. people who wanna have sex. It's not something I that is part of my interests.
1: Okay. You know? Ah.
2: Do you want me to hit you with like a couple really quick things?
1: Sure. Quick sure. hitters. And then, and then we'll call it we'll call it yeah.
2: quits. Quick hitters. Firestarter? That movie is pretty good, dude. Mm like and by pretty good it's got a right feel i like the mullets i like how many pyro like things are in that like there's a lot of full body burns which is pretty cool uh i mean the only thing that george c scott is in there as a uh an, an indigenous man that's a little problematic but uh fire is cool it's got good practical effects with the fire i
1: was like i was impressed by it i went you know what That's else cool. uh, Mark Lester has directed? I don't. Commando. Oh, my God. Um,
2: oh, my God. Oh, my I love God. It. I love it. Uh, here's some more quick hits. Yellow Brick Road.
1: Uh, good show. It's one of Jared's finds from a couple years oh, see? ago. Uh, well, yeah, I forgot you watched that. Yep. And now it's you're burning it at the end. Ah, uh, I mean, well, we're just
2: running out of time. But it, it is, uh, it's a good show. And it's, it's one of those ones where I think if... If it was just playing on Tubi, because that's where I watched it, Jared. It was no. on Tubi, and if this was just like next in queue, and you're like, yeah, throw that on, whatever, you would watch it and you'd go, oh,
1: oh, baby. <laughs> I mean, uh, will you say that the ending kind of stinks, but it's yeah, really, I it's, don't. It's really good till it gets there. I don't think they
2: needed that.
1: I honestly like
2: too many movies I found this month are trying to rationalize stuff. And it's the same with hell house, which is my one problem, which we'll talk about next week. But they're like too many things are trying to like give some sort of closure to things or like non closure. Like with this one, it's like, well, what does that mean? Nothing. But I, it didn't need that either. Like it should have just, it's done. It's a weird haunted wood or like, like, uh, you know, wherever they're camping, it's weird haunted place on a mountain. You don't need any more explanation then. hauntings don't need explanations. Drew, is my takeaway from Creeptober 2022, and that was Yellow Brick Road. It doesn't need an explanation, but all this stuff getting there, I think, is well done. Um, it's a good, it's a cool story. I like, I like the use of music in, in this movie. Like the way that they're, the music is, oh, yeah, it's like a character in the movie. Drew, you know about characters mm. in movies. It's good stuff.
1: Yeah, Yellow Brick Road is good. I, I, nice. I yeah, it's cool. It's a cool movie. It's super simple, and it's the uh, it plays well. It's got yep. some... Yeah. I'm glad you liked it, because that, that, yep. I, I think that's actually uh, one of the more pleasant surprises of like a lot of horror movies that I've seen. Just yep. And it has a horrendous cover. Abso- it does. Like, fucking awful. The cover's bad.
2: The, the, the uh, and title I actually... Kinda, yeah. The title's kind of shit, but yeah. I, I didn't think they... Uh, I didn't think they. I I saw you said too, like way too many um, Oz stuff. I thought it was fine. It it wasn't overwhelming for me. Maybe I missed a couple of them because, like, not the Oz head that you are, Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, just an Oz Perkins head. Just an Oz Perkins head. Yeah, I do like Oz Perkins and Uh,
1: Oswald uh, Oswald Cobblepot. Cobblepot, Yeah,
2: yeah, I am a big Oswald Cobblepot guy too. Uh, I I didn't think it was too much. I was like, yeah, this is like, there's a couple in there. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I thought that was fine. Okay. You know what movie sucks ass? Day Shift. <laughs> what? I don't
1: think... Holy fuck. I, I don't even, like, know what this thing is. Okay, so it I, came I out this year I on talked, Netflix. I think you've the only time I've ever heard this movie is when you brought it up.
2: It came out this year on Netflix. And uh, so the reason I watched it was I, right, I told you. So are Jared, you saying it should
1: be called Day Shit? Oh.
2: Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> I actually wrote a review because I was like... I was like, this movie sucks!
1: <laughs> and I wanted to write a review for it, but Day Shit is pretty good. Hey, J.J. Uh, Perry is an American martial artist, action director, actor, and stuntman. It's his only film, so... Yeah? You gotta start somewhere, kid. Yeah, I know. I mean, it it's
2: just like... It's the things that you expect in new horror movies that are just lazy. It's like a vampire movie, and it's all the lazy vampire shit, and you're just like... Uh. And it's a Netflix movie, so it's like that thing that I hate where they play a song for 30 seconds and they cut to either a different song or no song. And it's like, why are you just playing a song for like less than a minute? Like, I don't get it. Um, I watched that. This took me like three days to watch this movie. I would watch like 20 <laughs> minutes of it, or like half an hour, and I, would just, I was like, I'm done. And I just put on something else. And then because I had watched that initial 30 minutes, I was like, I got to finish this fucking thing. Uh, I thought the humor was really bad. Like it was like it was I thought it was really dated. Like it was the kind of humor that would be in like a Seth Rogen 2006 comedy kind of thing. Uh, Like like there's jokes about like Twilight and stuff. And I was just like, who is this for now? You know what I mean? Like
1: this isn't a thing that's like exists anymore. Um, But yeah, (laughs) and the the vampires are like, like, it's like a Seth Rogen jokes, like jokes about twinks or something.
2: Uh, nothing like that. <laughs> like, uh, huh. But there is like, I don't know. There's weird shit. Like the vampires are all contortionists, and and there's like
1: WWE wrestling in it. I just thought it. I thought it sucked. Dude. See, when you say that, I go, "What Bray Wyatt? Does he show up?" Uh, he could have been in he, this. He does some Sister Abigails. He's back, by the way. Bray Wyatt. I, I, I know you've told me. You've told Amer- me. America. America can be happy again.
2: Yeah, you've told me. Which, whatever, I mean... I don't know if you've heard, uh, Bray White's back. Oh, is he? <laughs> oh, incredible. You know what else is back? Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus 2. It's okay. Uh, you can't you can't capture that magic more than once. They tried. It's not bad. It's okay. Are you, are you,
1: but would you say that I should watch Hocus Pocus 1 before I watch 2? Hmm...
2: You might want to, you might want to do that, Jer. Okay. It's I, okay. Like it's I, I, not. I,
1: hey, another year, another year without watching Hocus Pocus. I know Hocus
2: Pocus is actually really good, but if you didn't watch it as a kid, I don't think you'll like it. I, I, I think you're
1: right because I didn't. I could I had many opportunities as a kid to watch it. it. Never happened.
2: I it was stable in my house. I loved Hocus Pocus and this one too. Like I did actually like. There were a couple times I was laughing in this movie just because like there's stupid stuff that I thought was funny. And uh, it's in the same heart, but it's just – it's not quite there. You know what I mean? So that's all I want to say. I don't want to get too much in Hocus Pocus, no. too. I did watch Underwater, which I think you might be interested in one day. Yeah.
1: Okay. So. I'm a big uh, T.J. Miller fan.
2: <laughs> oh, man. He's got like – so I know he's been canceled, but like his first line in this movie, he, uh, he sees um... – <laughs> <laughs> uh kristen stewart and he's like uh, you flat chested elven princess or something and i was like oh my god i was like why would they leave that in there like it was just it was gross and for a movie that came out like two years ago two years ago Jared, i was like you but anyways it's like an underwater drilling in mariana's trench and then like the drill like the there's like pressure leaks and it blows up and these five people are like oh like and one of those people is vincent cassell uh those five people are like oh we got to walk to the other base underwater and it's like okay a lot of people describe this as alien i don't get that vibe it's not mm-hmm. like alien it's uh it has things that are similar but it's at no point was like this reminds me of alien like i It wasn't there. So they're walking, and then you see like creatures and stuff like that. And it's like Marianas Trench creatures. Um, Two things like this movie is okay, actually. Like uh, it's not great, but uh, two things that are cool they wear these huge, big suits and they look like Gears of War characters. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Uh, And then there is a kind of cool uh, monster in this movie, and it's kind of Lovecraftian and uh i mean that's that's kind of spoiler enough on its own but uh i i did like the monsters in this i was like they're kind of cool but you don't see them in, enough and a lot of it is like they're in the bottom of the ocean so it's like darkness and it's just kind of like their lights it's not it's not bad it's not bad is what i'll say okay Jarrett.
0: okay
2: and uh night watch is a movie i i'd like to talk about for about three minutes but i don't need to do it right
1: now okay. i can do that
2: at the start of next week okay fine you know Unless you want me to talk, tell you about Ghostbusters.
1: Uh, no. No. <laughs> you f- should watch f- it. Fort McLeod Zone.
2: Yeah. Well, lots of Alberta. There's Drumheller in there. There's Fort McLeod. There is a place I didn't recognize. And then I looked it up and I was like, hey, that's in Alberta. I don't know where that is.
1: Yeah. It's got your buddy
2: Paul Rudd in it. R- the Rudd? The Rudster. It's got your buddy Harold Ramis in it. And I know what you're saying, Jarrett. Didn't Harold Ramis die? Oh ho,
1: ho. I got news for you, baby. Hey, I got a movie for you too. <laughs> Which one? Candyman. Oh, the new one? Yeah. But guess yes. what? He, he's not dead. Which one? Tony Todd.
2: I why didn't why didn't they bring Tony Todd back?
1: Oh, I'm sure they DH'd him.
2: Oh. Yeah, so I got like half an hour left of candy, Man, Art, hey?
1: Yeah, I'm just, that character type, the art gallery guy. The I, art I, gallery I'm, I'm guy? I'm kind of like, oh, this is all you got, huh? This is what they always do. Yep. They, all of it's like so broad. This is like, oh, the art critic, ah, mm-hmm. the the gallerist. It's like, what is? why are we going down this road? And it doesn't feel earned. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's actually like that's the problem, and I've have complained about this like all these art like horror yeah. films or horror and art world things. It just never mm-hmm. they never hit the tone right. No, they don't. It's oh. too bad.
2: Yeah, because and that's the thing. Like Candyman's a really cool story too. I also I was really confused at why they would like um like it's a sequel to the yeah. Candyman, but I was kind of like I wonder why they like decided to change what. What that one is like, I guess part of it is like urban legend stuff, where it's like, well, there was this lady. Oh yeah, there's there next. Nice, she it, went it crazy. Is,
1: it makes sense because yeah. Like, yeah, it would be like urban legend cha- stuff. Yeah, exactly. Things change because it's yep. like the perspective of the community rather than what we, the audience, knows. Yeah, it's called and it's dramatic irony. I heard that might be something about controlling your narrative. Is that true? Well, wow. Braun Strowman knows a lot about that. If you like, oh? I, I know you like WWE. Hey, did you hear that Bray Wyatt's back? What? Yeah, this is the this is the first
2: I'm hearing about he, this.
1: He guy. cut a he, he cut a promo like out of character, basically. Everyone Did he like, cut his hair? Nah, he's still dreadlocky. I'm sure.
2: Oh, okay, that's too bad. <laughs> that's too bad. Hey,
1: CM Punk's 44th birthday
2: today. He's 44. That guy. No. Man, <laughs> I wish Bray Wyatt was back.
1: Well, you got your wish. What? He's back wrestling again, RJ. Holy cow! Holy cow! Huge, <laughs> huge! Wow. Well, next week, folks, on okay. uh, Google School's over, but we've got movies yep. to still talk about. Big movies, big hot, t- big tickets, big hot takes. Yeah. No pro- There was no promises. We'll talk about the movies you want to hear about mm-hmm. next next time. Are we gonna talk about Hellraiser's eight? I hope so tune in next time to De- see De- deader <laughs> this is the title deader like, uh,
2: what what does that
1: mean deader than what deader deader than who hell world at least I get it I get hell world that movie is so green you're gonna uh, you're gonna love it
2: I can't wait
1: and people can't wait to tune in next week yeah, as, as, aim- we, as we talk about the rest of the Monsters and Mad Men box set, um, was it Corridor of Blood and the the Haunted Strangler? Sure. Yeah, I think I think I saw I gave Haunted Strangler two stars when I watched it, so...
0: Woohoo!
1: Nice. Woohoo! Nice. Cor- Corridor of Blood, I think I gave a big fat three stars, so that's, that's middling, that's okay. Incredible, I so, can't wait. Some Boris Karloff, that'd be good. Is there going to be a disclaimer about him? Oh, mate, there could be.
0: Ooh.
1: Creep it real, folks. Stay, uh, stay frosty. Stay creepy. But not too creepy. You don't want to go get arrested.
2: You don't want to get dunked, I'll tell you that much.
1: Go uh, ring people's doorbells and mock them from afar, no making folks. cat sounds. <laughs> oh my god. It's uh, going to happen to you. It happened happen to you. Exactly. We want you dead. Durr